Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, January 29th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the future of Lunk, an AMA hosted by Lunk Dow. Let's take a listen. Let me see if I can get get Dickie in. The big man himself. I don't know. He, I have a suspicion that he's just trying to show his validator. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think so too, man. I think he's just uh, gunning for more delegations. That's uh, the whole point of this, this entire argument. Yep. He's connecting now. I might confront him when he gets here. Have you noticed he can't even connect to a space? Can you see that he's still connecting? Mm. Right. If if he can't even connect to a space, are you really going to trust him to run a validator? Exactly. Um, it's pretty concerning, actually. I don't know what to, I don't want to say about that, to be honest. Now, by the way, the password is uh, this is stupid. So, if anyone can figure out uh, what account that goes to and how to access it, you can get rich. I just leave my password out there for you guys. Thank you. How are you, Sefi? I haven't spoken to you in ages. What's the latest? Oh, doing wonderful. Just uh, like busy at work, which is, I suppose, good. Um, yeah, doing a little traveling for the next couple of weeks. So I'll be more nights awake. So hopefully I'll catch you guys a lot more for the next two weeks. Which is more like your daytime, good. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to stay up until 3 a.m. to talk. Hi, Jacob. Are you going to, to Europe, Sefi? Is it just like, or what? No, I am going to France though uh, by summer. Uh, that'll be uh, like last the the first couple of weeks of February. So I think it's like seventeen days in France. We'll do a big roundabout around the whole place. Bit, Some trains. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, France in uh, first two weeks of February. I'm going to drive you up a mountain. Um, let's DM. Uh, where, which side of the country are you on? I'm in the bottom right in the Alps. Bottom right Alps. Okay, I will come to the uh, uh, Nice and uh, like uh, Monaco area. Is that not too far? It's not a million miles away. It's pretty. It's pretty close. Close enough. I don't think I'm going to have a car though. I'm going to have like a. Uh, I'm, I think I'm traveling by trains or something. I'm having someone in a foreign country set this up so I can use money that's like not in the United States. <laughs> so like I'm paying for the trip using like foreign income. So it's like, uh, I'm not sure who's setting all of it up for me. It's like somebody's doing it. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. By the way, Sefi, um, it sounds like you're on life support. Just don't feel the need to, to do this call if it's your last like two days or something. Oh, you're referring to the beeping in the background. Yeah. That's monitoring my heart. 
and um, it keep, periodically yeah. beeps when my heart is like going into a malignant rhythm. So yeah, if you hear beeping while we're talking, it means I could die. Like, like this could be the yeah. last spaces we do. Yeah. But you, you've, you've made a, a conscious trade-off whereby you want to help the lung community with your last. Yeah. My, with my dying breath, I'm going to help out. Like, obviously. Well, weird. Um, what's up? Uh, so like, Ooh, I think there was a purpose to this. Wasn't there some purpose we discussed before Blossomdale? Alex, hi, Alex. So, yeah, anyone has any questions, come up and ask. Uh, posted some tweets lately, and it's been nonstop, um, all kinds of comments. So if you actually want to ask a question or clarity on something or you're misunderstanding or you think something is the case um yeah come up and ask well jacob i think um i mean i i, I just the the topic we were the like mini conversation you and i had was about like wasn't it about ibc and like why um like, what zero x years had posted about like like cosmos integration can't happen um if uh wider cosmos integration can't happen with lunk if if Lunk security is uh, is not perceived as credible. I know that was the conversation. I think that was when you what you responded to, and you were like, "If we do if we do it, um, a spaces right now, I can come up and talk about it." Just answer, trying to answer your question. Oh, mm. well, I mean, you know, that's Lunk won't Jake, like magically you're, become uh, talking. Can't hear you. You probably need to rejoin. Really. Okay, uh, just a second here. I can, I can hear Jacob. It. I can hear Alex. Of course, uh, Jacob, of course, that thing again. And I need to. Yes, yes, I will. I, I know all about this. Be right back. Thank you. Otherwise, I'd have to kill the space. I think on that subject, while we wait for Jacob to join, um, it is kind of sad, you know, because there is a thesis, there is like a, a cosmos um, ideal like this whole decentralization thing and and credible like secure chains and like who's running them and like how much of a risk is it to integrate how much should we integrate and and really like this whole week has been a big big um i don't know like batman signal bat signal to other chains other teams like stay away from this jesus christ like who is what is going on here and, and it's sad it is really sad because there's so many people here like trying to get into crypto, like trying to understand what's going on. And, and I feel like we could bring so many people across from Lung to like try other Cosmos chains and understand like the thesis of decentralization. Like what are we trying to do here? Like what's the point of this? Um, and it's just kind of got lost. And, and uh, I feel sad, Dow. I feel sad. I feel uh, well, sad too. I can, I can explain why that's happening. Um, when technical people see blatant lies about technical matters, we know, uh, and you know, it, it what it signals to us is GTFO. Um, and I, you know, I know that there might be people who are like big bag holders or whatever, and this just makes them feel sad or something, but I'm just I'm saying it how it is the stuff that. Zardar was tweeting and distributing to the community. It was entirely non-factual. 
Um, it's a really, really big problem if you have 40% with one entity because they control the chain. Uh, Zardar also claimed that, uh, that like people's seed phrases were more secure with all nodes than otherwise. And once again, I was going to have to say that, like, I mean, it's, it's just not true. And I, I suppose that I should just sort of calmly recount, like, why Notional resigned. Um, okay. Blockchain engineering is pretty high risk stuff. And, you know, what we have in, in Lunk, and I'll also tell you guys, like, why I was interested in working on Lunk. Like, our, our team, we're big fans of the community. Um, Okay, it's it's actually the the people on this call. That's why we took the contract at like below our usual rates. We also felt it would be interesting, a good learning experience to like restore this chain. Okay. Um when when you're doing what you do, what what we do, uh you're constantly you know trying to improve your practice right and frankly just to the audience i want to say that this this chain is actually in a very challenging technical state and i also would like to strongly recommend that you don't believe otherwise i i, I don't know why anybody would say that it's not, but that is what has occurred. Okay. You know, to be sort of like played down uh, the level of risks present on Lunk. And uh, what can I say? Like it's, it's actually, it's in a very risky state. And the thing that caused me to almost immediately resign from the L1 team was to be tweet about, well, it's not that big a deal if you have 40%. But I do want to give you guys like a little bit of background. Um, folks, I, I'm not an unreasonable human being. If, if I were, you know, my company couldn't get business, okay? Um, you know, I do this stuff in full-on public view. Our other customers know that I do this stuff and they like it. They think it's good. Okay. And that's because having like a well-educated user community, uh, you know, our customers see that as an asset. Like they want user communities to be well-informed about what's going on overall. And well, in, in this case on Lunk, I faced a situation that I'd never faced before, which is, guys, Zardar is a very experienced programmer. I, I can tell you that much for sure, okay? As to why he didn't have a laptop to work on the project and needed the community to buy him one, I don't know, okay? But he most certainly knows how to code and most certainly knows how to read code, and most certainly should 
understand how consensus works in a Cosmos network if if he's going to work on one. But I have to say, I, I do not believe that that is where his focus was. And just to everybody in the audience, I want to like kindly and gently remind you that like we are a business, we are a for-profit entity, and we will not enter into engagements where the downside is greater than the upside. And when we see that happen, we will leave an engagement. Then I just need to tell everyone that this is the blockchain space and it is very dynamic and it is very competitive and it is also very high priced. And I, you know, I'm not actually willing. Uh, what I mean is like, Theoretically speaking, Notional could lower prices, but what this would actually do is signal to the market that we are somehow lesser than our American or European competitors, and I'm not interested in doing that. I think that we have an incredible team. I think that we have done numerous things in Cosmos that, you know, prove that very clearly. And so we don't price any lower than anybody else, basically, uh, which I, works out to around $20,000 per person per month. Um, and like, I, I don't have qualms or compunctions about that software engineering consulting in this industry is very expensive. Now, what I'm trying to say to the audience is that we took this engagement because we actually thought it would be really fun. And what it ended up becoming was a series of debates with Tobias. And uh, these debates became about fundamental technical matters that are not really up for debate. I see some people have raised their hands. I'm happy to like answer questions or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we all are. Um, go ahead, I Brian. have a quick question for you, Jacob. Have you heard of Kadena? Yes, but like years ago. So they say wow, they're part of the deep. Cosmos ecosystem, but supposedly they have a patent on their scalable proof of work um kind of technology but yeah like stuart haber was like cited most in nakamoto's white paper wow is that the, is that the the coin that solves the blockchain trilemma and has the most reference guy in the bitcoin white paper um uh, as as their project advisor is that Kadena, the infinitely uh, scalable proof of stake chain? Yeah, but well, my question is, I don't know much about, they have Kadena Mint. I don't understand. I'm not that blockchain savvy. Like the difference of like even what Tendermint is, if that's a consensus me a mechanism that like every, like any, anybody in Cosmos is running. So I don't even know if those channels are open to Kadena, but if they've so-called solved the scalable decentralized part i don't know much about you know proof of stake chains though like the layer twos and the zk rollups all my prior years of research was all just into layer ones so I'm just we um 
just to say, uh, Brian, we like to ignore any superior technologies and we like to focus only on Lunk. Um, we find talking about Cadena or any other superior chains a form of heresy. So let's let's confine it to Lunk. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jacob, I had a question for you. Um, yeah, sure. So I guess um, I, I am, believe it or not, uh, on good terms with a, a couple of the other L1 task force uh, people. And I guess one, one thing that um, you, you had referenced, like several of these, like, uh, you know, very basic, like technical debates with, with Zeradar. And uh, I can, I can totally relate to that from my own experience uh, on like DeFi stuff. But uh, I mean, I guess, can you give any context into like, who's in charge? Like, like who's actually running the show of the L1 task force? Is it like, a functioning like consensus yeah. process or does does Zeradar just run the show because he's like la 10 times louder on social media than all the other ones put together no no, no. let me work. actually just say i'm i'm a good deal louder than Zeradar on social media but i'm more effective um and um he yes he did there I mean, people say there's discourse and dialogue, but you know, I, I I don't believe that there was. And I mean, the final straw for me was that tweet when he said it was no big deal that you know all nodes own forty percent. Um, it simply is to me. It's it's an incredibly big problem. I consider that like a death risk to the chain. Um, there are also a few other issues involving Jacob, like uh, I might point out to people a couple of interesting points here please do you can yeah, run uh, you can run a cosmos chain with one validator you don't need I think you need uh, five a then. large set of validators so yeah you or what is it five or whatever it is like so there's a minimum number you could use if you wanted centralization like if I have a company and I want to start you know, a cosmos chain for some reason. And I believe like five is enough for some reason. Um, you know, and I, I, and I wanted to own all five of them, make it look like it was decentralized by owning all of them. Um, I can do these things, by the way, I could run a good scam. I could probably make quite a bit of money doing it if I felt like it. So the reality is like, it's not that hard at this point to create a centralized chain. That's easy. Um, any idiot can do it. Like you can literally learn how to do this within a month. And pretty soon it will be even shorter than that with tooling and everything, making it easy to spin up chains. So one of the core value propositions of a blockchain is the level of decentralization uh, available to it. Like, so the more validators you have and the more widely distributed, not only the, uh, the, the, the staking is to those validators, but the quality of those va validators, where they are located on the planet, meaning the, the more locations in different parts of the world, um, that they're located in that's, that's more decentralized. Uh, and that makes it harder to censor the chain. It makes it hard to shut it down. It makes it hard for any one person to take control over it or something accidental from happening. Say, for example, if I have all of your keys in my um, you know, uh, uh, computer somewhere and it gets hacked and now the entire chain gets exposed to one computer that could have like 
a half dozen uh, uh, keys to 40% or more of the voting power, right? This is the reason why decentralization is important. Even if I wanted to be a chain with five centralized validators, I would need to figure out a way to secure those five validators in different parts of the planet or something. I would want to, like, um, if I'm a company, maybe take the seed phrases for those validators and, you know, put them somewhere where they're not easy to all get hacked at once, et cetera, et cetera. So the way that it's set up now, you have a single centralized validator owning a substantial portion of the network. There is literally zero reason to be on the chain. I'm going to say this like, like as, as someone who's going to invest like $10 million or $100 million, there is nobody in their fucking mind that would put their money into that at this stage. Now, you could argue, well, Ethereum is very centralized. It, after going to proof of stake, developed problems with their staking solution where groups like Lido Finance and others are super centralized and, in, and, you know, and significantly centralized in the United States territory, meaning that Lido Finance could get centralized, I'm sorry, could get censored by government, for example, and you could have the ETH chain go to shit, right? So that's a possibility, but Ethereum is way bigger and there's a lot more economic incentive um, there to sort of like... Um, modify that problem, but they're at risk as well. So it's not like there's no other chain with this problem. The difference is, is that on Luna Classic, you're, we're not at a market cap of Ethereum at this point. To claim somehow equivalence or some whatever is just simply nonsensical at, at its core. And you, it's not like there aren't other options like Brian just mentioned of other chains that are credibly more decentralized than some Cosmos chains, et cetera, like Cadena or whatever the hell. Like there's a lot of chains that are more centralized and therefore capital will tend to go to the more decentralized destination. So like if you want people to come and build and invest, like you can claim whatever you want, but you like the reality is, is that no serious accounts are going to sort of like make claims and start sort of like, put it this way. If you had a million uh, um, like follower Twitter account, are you going to risk your account by shilling a chain that can go to zero if you can avoid it? I think you would avoid that. If you look at the people that shilled Luna, by the way, like people that enjoyed Luna, liked it, you know, UST went to shit. The difference there was the, uh, you did, by the way, have centralization on Terra. You did have a mechanism that cracked, broke, and failed, and a bunch of people lost money. But and you had lots of people, by the way, that really, really believe in the project that wanted UST to work. And the fact that we believed in it did not save us from absolute financial devastation. All right. So I want you to memorize that little sentence for a moment. Stick in the back of your head. And I'm telling you, it's substantially more obvious how to fuck up Luna Classic than it was to, to do this to Luna. And all you have to do is basically attack you know, all nodes at the right time while like you know like like so the ability to censor this network via ddos attack and other methods is really really obvious and someone will have a tendency to do it if the availability is there and that's something for people to be super super aware of all nodes knows this they're not stupid they run validators their problem is is they supported the chain early they were a good actor they are the victim of their own success right? They, they have, you know, white glove validator services. They've offered them to a lot of people. People staked with them because they were early to Luna Classic. 
So nothing bad about all nodes as a group of people. They may be a perfectly fine, upstanding group. So this is not to say we're like fighting that group or anything like that. Um, but they, of all people, as a validator group, should know that they're basically devaluing their own chain by owning too much of it. It's as simple as that. If they are not saying this, please move your validation service elsewhere. We have too much control of this chain. That means that you are basically being manipulated and masked, and you are trusting that the chain is secure when it is in fact not. And it's a highly, highly suspicious thing that they haven't already come out and said, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I'd like to add something to that. To interject, Jacob. I, I want to add something to that, please. Um, they have the seed phrases, guys. Like, um, how do I put this? Okay. We had a VAAS, not even a contract, just a handshake thing. A validator on a relatively minor chain needed to go away for a bit. He asked if we would, you know, step in for them. We did. I want to tell the audience, we no longer provide any VAAS and we never will again. We totally failed. Here's what happened. I didn't take the guy's seed phrase. Uh, node went down. But here's the other thing. I never would take the guy's seed phrase because that would invalidate his node. It would be dead forever because I would know his seed. And like, this is a really good person that I like a lot who was having kind of like a family emergency. Um, and I think what Jacob's saying is you cannot be sending seed phrases uh, across the internet between individuals uh, who are running back. Yeah, the indeed. Like, no matter the circumstances. Well, here's the thing, Sefi, um, as well. Like, you can say that all nodes has good intentions, but you also have to accept that they are experts in their domain. They know about validators. They know about running a business. And they proceeded with the business model of knowing all of the keys anyway. And they also proceeded with gaining uh, as much voting power as possible anyway. Um, unlimited without trying to point out the issue themselves it took us pointing out yeah i mean like the this is not the behavior of respectable validators to be yeah and and, and this is okay yeah indeed and to grow to their level uh you need to be skilled uh dear friends in the audience building notional was extremely difficult is extremely difficult in the present day and you know notional is a little bit for most validators in that we also write software we also relay we do we do lots of stuff but my point is this um they are a very skilled group and like i can't escape the conclusion that no 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 they really do know how to manage keys. So why would they be making this fundamental error? And then still, as of just yesterday, telling users of theirs, no, it's okay, we deleted it. Dear audience, if somebody else has ever had your seed phrase, you need to transfer all of the funds out immediately. It's compromised. Uh, it's, it's compromised from like, you know, they can spend as you. They can do governance transactions as you. They can make a validator as you. Anything. And 
This is also something that I feel has been really missing from the discussion. Allnode's conduct in terms of handling other people's seeds has been it, it. Oh my god! Like, I'm aware that people do this stuff. I recommend they don't. But then there's Allnode's, you know, publicly stating our CEO knows the seed varies to every validator. What? Uh, like, guys, key management. I, I believe this is just like a personal belief or philosophy about how to deal with keys. My belief is it should terrify you. And if you're not scared, you're most Jake, likely doing I, it if wrong. I discovered, if I discovered that Jay Kwan or Ethan Buckman or, you know, original founders of Cosmos, if I found out that they had, you know, theoretical control over 40% of the network and like maybe owned 40% of the validators uh, like staking, then I would exit and not look back. That would be the end of it. Like that's kind of yeah. how it, and this is true of any chain. Like I wouldn't be involved. Yeah. Well, and, and, and explain, worth, explain to the audience, like, you know, just exactly why that is right. Like if you have 30, if you have, you know, 33.33 plus one uh, percent uh, control of a network, you can, you can literally veto anything. Like you, you can, you can bring, you can unilaterally bring the network to a halt, which basically means all the money there, all the value there is stranded forever. Right. So, um, is that not, I mean, that's, that's the, and, and again, it could, it, it could, it could also happen with all nodes being a completely good guys and, and just, you know, in my experience of dealing with them, they never tried to like leverage their clout on the chain to to wheel and deal or do anything corrupt. So I, I personally, like, I'm I'm kind of in the camp that like, at least as far as Luna Classic was concerned, they they just like there were all these new influencers and stuff on the chain who like had clout and wanted to turn that clout into nodes, into validator nodes, and the, the all node solution was like the cheap the cheap one to use. Um, um, so like it does, it, it doesn't have anything to do with how good or bad they are, but if, if they get hacked, um, they couldn't, whoever hacks them or whatever can just completely wipe out the chain, um, yeah. for, forever. I think it's worth, yeah, exactly that. I think it's worth people understanding that this is outside of trust or integrity. A, a group or a person can be very high integrity and can have all of the best intentions. But by virtue of the fact they have control, they become a target, right? Either with a five pound wretch or a hacker group or DDoSing or whatever, um, they, they become a risk of themselves outside of their own conscious volition. So that's the risk factor. You know, it's, it's often easier to talk about these things while talking about character because that becomes kind of an endless rabbit hole. It's risky even if you assume they are perfectly good guys. Yeah, actually, that this is really, really important. Um, like, maybe they, may, maybe they're fine. Um, what I mean is, as far as I know, I, 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 you know, have not heard of a theft related to all nodes, and maybe they just grew on Luna Classic. Well, their practices are still terrible, and you know that's why. Uh, as a team, we've decided to pursue a censure there, uh, basically like 
on all the chains where we validate and also they validate um you know we we're going to actually put up a governance proposal uh and hope that it passes now this governance proposal is not going to slash them it's not going to remove them it is merely going to formally criticize them um we feel that's important because what everybody is saying here is correct like you can be you know, 1 billion IQ and super, super honest. And still you can mess up key management because it's, guys, it's very hard as, as like the face of notional and the founder. No, I will not discuss our practices. I will tell you that I believe that we do well because I'm scared shitless of this topic. But Jacob, um, just going back, circling back really quickly to my original question, though, um, you know, other than, Zeradar, other than Zeradar, like, I mean, there are these other guys on on the L1 task force who are very smart. I've worked directly with uh, Frog, Frag, do, um, uh, Till, I guess his handle is Frag. Yeah, yeah, and, look, uh, Till, really till, and, till asked me not to leave, and I was like, I'm sorry, man. We and Ed, I've worked we, with directly, and he's super smart, but he's very—he's a lot more agreed. Apolitical. Look, and then, is, there's, then there's the TFL, these these um, Korean TFL or whoever, and like anonymous super dev guy, whatever. Like all these, you know, um, they is like like they've all been very quiet uh, in public on this issue, as far as I can tell. Why would you, what, what would you ascribe that to? Um, in Ed's case, potentially ignorance. God, I hope it's ignorance because I like him as much as you do. He's, he's done better at like Dow administration than anybody I've ever seen. Um, he deserves that compliment no matter how this pans out. Um, it's extremely impressive work and the trouble is uh, okay so first of all you're correct there are lots of other uh smart people on the team i know that they have encountered this issue as well i don't know why people have been so quiet because when a project lead uh tells a community that fundamentally unsafe practices are safe. Look, like, you know, as I said earlier in the call, Notional is a for-profit business. We, I assure you, like, it's, it's not a charity for Lunk. And one of the things that that means is we will not suicide for you guys. So if we see uh a team or an individual on a team who for whatever reason you know chooses to show literal disdain for fundamental principles of the business that like frankly you're supposed to learn this stuff like when you come right in right everybody tells you not your keys not your coins and Jacob, like i think the the question is like why is there not more or are there not more people speaking up about it 
I think on Twitter, like you're punished pretty severely for being negative about a blockchain. It's a very tribal oh, space. I think I think it's uh, Sophie, I yeah. think it's um, <clears throat> a few things. Number one is that um, probably ninety five percent of Lunk investors are quite new to crypto quite new retail investors. They've come off centralized exchanges. They bought Lung maybe as their first coin even. They've come on chain for the first time. They don't know 100% of how validators work, how proof of stake networks work. They don't know the risk vectors, the attack vectors. Um, and they're pretty much seeing the validators they pick as sports teams. You know, They see the influencer, they like the guy, they think he's informative, they check in every day. They like him, they trust him. So they're like, I'm gonna stake with that guy. And, and this situation has unfolded fairly naturally because from the influence perspective as well, they mostly want to help the network. Um, they also have a big following. They want to be embedded here. They want to have an influence and hopefully help the chain thrive in various ways. And so for them, being non-technical people, they've obviously picked all nodes as a solution. You know, They handle the technical side. The influencers handle the people-facing side. It's good for both. It's an inefficiency solved. Um, so like it, it's kind of happened organically out of some level of ignorance. And now, given that all of these influences are the biggest people on the chain and control most of the voting power, they have a heavy amount of influence to control the narrative and stuff. Um, and, and obviously, there's the bag holder bias, as always. Like any criticism, any genuine security um, issue that gets pointed out, that is always going to be seen as some kind of FUD, right? Some kind of way the bag is going down. Enough drama. <laughs> like it's always- I would, I would point out though, that the people most like to, to sell an exit are they going to be the people in the know and they won't tell you they're selling and exiting. I'm going to be like really, really lucid about that. Well, it's, so it's, it's yeah. like these smart people who are in it, like, and they're watching this conversation, like they're going to have a better understanding of what the risks are before retail investors do. And they'll typically dump on you before, like, so I'm not like, so it's like, it becomes a race to the bottom problem. And usually it's retail gets wrecked in it because they're the ones least likely to believe it. Yeah. And yeah. the ones that are most likely to say something bad are more likely to say it, sell and then say something bad, right? They're not likely to sort of like watch their own bag go down yeah. while they flood yeah. their bag. That's a common <laughs> likelihood. Like, you know, just think about it. Let's be clear as well. The reason me and Sefi and Jacob and Alex and Ears and everyone else is mentioning this is because we want Lunk to thrive long term. We want this ecosystem to be secure. We want it to be stable. We want it to grow long term. We want to attract builders here. We want cooperation with the wider cosmos. Those are all of the things we want. And, and the we, we also saw the, the fuck up to the cosmos that the Luna UST mechanism created. We just don't need any other like colossal yep. clusterfuck um, to just make cosmos look bad too <laughs> so there's that worth it's uh, well no it's very real and i want to say that like you know i think that's why osmosis grants you know funded our work and frankly facilitated i think that's why the ibc team was willing to do a really detailed check on the code that re-enabled ibc like okay you know the flow there was like write it in maybe 10 minutes and check it for like a month. Um, and um, yeah, like I, I do want this chain to succeed. I want it to be stable. I understand that there may be community members who are like kind of shocked at the very binary nature that I'm treating compromised validators. I, I want to assure you, like, no, I, I really am like 
a reasonable person. I'm kind, I hope. But here, here's the but. Like, I will do and say whatever to remove security risks from networks because these networks are social beasts. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to do that because that would put me at risk. But if I need to be really firm to get rid of a security risk that is, let's say, human caused, no problem. Um, and there's no solution other than a validator recreating their node to resecure it after a seed phrase compromise. There is nothing. And like to those who were affected, I'll also say that I'm sorry. Like what I mean is it sucks that all nodes screwed you over. Please keep in mind, I didn't screw you over. Please keep in mind, all nodes screwed you over. And then worse, worse still though, okay? <sighs> we have Tobias going around and telling people that I'm not speaking fact. And I, I want to tell everybody that's the moment I resigned. That, like, because I, I can't, it's not workable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I just maybe logically separate this as well? Like, there are, I see it as three issues. There's the situation as it is, as in the vote power situation with all nodes. There's how we solve that on a security level. And then there are things like how it is represented to everyone. I would say the third one is the worst, personally. Like on a moral level, I think investments need clarity, they need honesty, they need transparency, and they need to be able to act accordingly on that information and have it be open and clear. For me, the, the statements that Tobias made to say it's a secure network, to vouch for the security of the network, to say the vote power issue is not a problem at all. That is a direct vouch to all of the Lunk investors who know no better that the chain is secure. And I think that is really irresponsible. I think that everyone in the cosmos in general, including Jacob and, and everyone up here on the panel, are problem solvers and we want Lunk to succeed. And we see big problems with the chain, but we can accept that honestly, and then we can seek to solve the problems. It's when those problems are misrepresented, that's when it becomes really, really bad, in my opinion. And that is also what has put off all of the other Cosmos people, all of the Lunar Builders, everyone else. It, the, the level of dishonesty about representing it, that's what has scared people away. It's not the problem itself, because you know we love problems and we love solving problems. It's the way it's represented that's the problem. That, that's correct. And in, and in this case, I want to just repeat to the audience, there is a very clear and immediate and highly effective solution, which is just mass redelegation away from two groups. One, all nodes. Two, any of the validators who ran their validator through all nodes, and then it's gone. So like well, it, why, you know, why once you bring up the fact about other validators that potentially have someone else running it for them, or other validators that potentially bought their validator from somebody else. Why aren't you bringing up those? Because I don't know, uh, sir, because I do not know for sure. And in the case of all nodes, if you look at like my reply to this Twitter spaces, I mean, all nodes is very blatant about this stuff. Guys, I did not tell people about this problem. For whatever reason, all nodes team member Jagbutt 
told people about this problem, told 5,000 people about this problem. And I have multiple instances of Allnodes users basically having to beg Allnodes to get their keys. And, and guys, like a validator who does not have their seed phrase, is that's not even a validator. Um, so and so to answer you, sir, the reason... A validator it, from somebody mm -hmm. else, right? And then they handed... Oh, no, no, hey, sir, sir. <clears throat> it is a problem. I don't have confirmation of it. What I have confirmation of is the situation with all nodes. And whether you believe me or not, it is the most bizarrely egregious violation of like, one, the, their customers' trust, two, the community's trust, and like three, common sense when it comes to blockchain tech that I have ever seen. And the this this thing that you're talking about with buying a validator, sir, I'm telling you, if they bought somebody else's validator and along the way the seed phrase was transferred, sir, please hear me loud and clear. That is a problem. Are you just for clarity, you're talking about Galactic Punks and me? No, I wasn't trying well, to I, I don't I wasn't know. singling you out along Dow. I know <sighs> a few people who bought validators. Well, like like just for just for the just for the story, if, if nobody knows this. Uh, early on, when when the staking was closed for for Lunk, it opened. Can you remember the exact date it opened, Matt? I can't remember now. I think it was late in August, yeah, something like it that. It was like late August, early. Uh, I think it was late August. Okay, so so firstly, Galactic Punks are the the major NFT set on both chains, and my old my old long term friends. And when the crash happened, obviously everyone lost everything, and Galactic Punks got a got an emergency allocation for Terra 2 to work on the chain there to develop stuff there. That was the, the emergency allocation they got. Sefi was on the emergency allocation board and stuff. Um, at the start of the LungDAO validator, uh, an agreement was made that we would run the validator and in exchange, we would promote them on both chains. So it's kind of a, a joint venture, really. It's not an acquisition. There was no money. I didn't pay for the validator. We just have an agreement whereby we work together and I promote them on both chains. That's that's what it is. Obviously, in the case of any one validator, any number of people can know the keys. The problem comes when one entity has mass control. Like ideally, all the voting power should be decentralized as much as possible, such that a maximum amount of people have to collude together to affect the network. You know, in the case of say Jacob's validator or Sefi's validator or whoever's validator, any number of people, you know, Jacob's wife, whoever could know the keys. Um, to some degree, it's unprovable. You know, you can trust people at their words or whatever. But the the, the big picture case is that ideally, um, as many entities as possible should need to be trusted to affect the network in any adverse way. Now, look, I agree with the voting power, but if he's talking about the the sheer fact of compromised validators, there needs to be a a, a more wider open discussion about that because I feel like. You want to talk about compromised validators? There's more than just all nodes there. There's it's a it's um, definitely a function of it's a function of, of of scope and scale, right? Okay, like if the FBI is monitoring all the phones of all the United States citizens, that's a different problem than if one person is monitoring the phone of one private citizen, right? And there's a precedent where in real life, and because we're in the real world too. 
somebody transfers a business to another person and there's amount of trust involved in it. And that trust is based on the reputation of the person and also how much damage could possibly be done. So there are certainly like doctor's practices that have transferred over a doctor's practice to another doctor, even though there's confidential and private information about those patients that that first doctor might still know because they haven't taken a drill to their brain and erased their brain. But like in, in this case, whatever, the, whatever would happen with one individual validator that changed hands or had more than one business partner is a totally different situation than if one actor has uh, uh, compromised keys across an unknown number of validators on, on 60 chains across the DeFi ecosystem beyond Lunk and Luna on yeah. every chain, including Ethereum, possibly. We don't know. While claiming I, well, no, no, we, we actually do. I mean, they were really clear, which is bizarre, guys. Um, so you're completely right. There's that, that like, it's so many, uh, in addition to that, um, they at some point seem to have made a choice to be custodial, but they market themselves as non-custodial. And, you know, just for everybody here, I, I do want to say that like this, in my opinion, is a very serious issue that goes beyond Lunk. This is an organization that does not share its client list. Um, now, keep in mind that, like, the deeper you go down this rabbit hole, to some point, you 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 get to a place where things cannot necessarily be proven. The weird thing about this situation, the reason that I flagged it, the reason I've been so vocal, is that it is easily proven by the words of their team guys like you'd have to hurt me to hear something about our security practices i, I know that many people have asked me they've been like oh like, like what, what do you do because you know they want they, they feel that like since i'm criticizing what all nodes is doing you know i, I but guys this is actually part of the problem they should not be discussing this period it's incredibly risky. Jacob, I guess on a on a more um and after after this, I feel like we should let actually why don't we let Mazeltech speak because I'm like starting to get stressed out just seeing how long it's yeah, been yeah. Go thing. for it. What's up, dude? <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Um yeah, I I mean good conversation. I didn't want to jump in. Um couple of comments, though. I mean, first of all, regarding this um, whole idea about a compromised validator, I mean, the Luna Classic community has a very recent example of what it means when someone has the keys to a validator. We had Vegas who had a validator, and there was someone that had the seed phrase. And in that particular case, we were lucky it's only about money, and it was only about 3% of the voting power. But we do have a very recent example that we can all look towards and um, and see what happens when, when someone has a seed phrase and they shouldn't have. But um, I, I guess I just wanted to maybe play devil's advocate for a second here and just maybe say, you know, I mean, clearly Zaradar is in the minority with his opinions about whether or not this is a threat to the chain. I mean, the overwhelming majority of people understand clearly what Jacob 
was bringing. I just, I just want to jump in and say that it's disturbing to me that no one else who is on that team has, oh. except for Frag, has bothered to disagree with him. Now, you just please continue. Okay, sure, sure. So, um, I think it is, though, fair to say, Jacob, that the method was a little bit. Um, it took people, it blew people back a little bit because, you know, they were just kind of blown over by, you know, it was a pretty aggressive move. But I understand it's an urgent thing and it's a security risk. I get all that. Um, but I guess what I would ask you is, is, is it fair to say that there has been some movement in the right direction since you brought this up? Is it fair to say that there has been certain validators are, are, are moving to different infrastructure you know, all nodes is addressing it in some way. Whether or not that's sufficient is it? Is it? But there has been movement. Is that a fair statement? If there has been movement, and what's really unfortunate is that there could have been much more movement. But the L1 team, in particular, Tobias. Uh, well, Tobias, in my opinion, uh, straight up lied to the community. Um, or maybe he is horrifically misinformed about key management. I don't know which. And then there wasn't any support on a very critical security matter. Okay. So um, there could be more. This movement. is something that the L1 team should have moved in lockstep on because it's super serious. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, would you also agree? that Luna Classic is worse off with you stepping away from the L1 team. I mean, I think that that's a fair statement as well, right? So, you know... Well, yeah, but know, I, 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 I might be better off. Please understand my point of view here. I may very well be better off separating myself from such irresponsible engineering practices. Uh, to the community here, I just wish to say that this is a $1 billion blockchain. I genuinely take that very seriously, okay? It is a very valuable thing, and people are going about their lives on it, and there was already one horrific disaster on this chain. I, I, I don't want another. And, you know, one of the things that that's going to mean about like my posture to stuff like this is I'm going to be highly risk averse. If I see something that could be like a, a fatal, let's say like go to zero or don't make blocks kind of risk on this chain, everybody here, I promise I'll tell you. The trouble is when I did, uh, well, that was very surprising what occurred. Well, I would say in defense of the other L1 devs that didn't really speak up loudly on this topic is that, you know, the L1 team are their coders, they have their heads down, and they're working very hard for the Luna Classic community and getting involved in these very public debates. And okay, debates. this might sound really mean, and I'm not being mean to you, That's but it okay. might sound really mean, but it's yeah. true, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want people who don't understand the fundamental security practices, the way that these chains are architected, working really hard on any chain that I'm working really hard on. I would rather walk away. 
Right. No, and, and I and I I appreciate that um, that perspective, but with you walking away, you're basically, you know, leaving Zaradar as the loudest voice in the room, left working, and and you know, and Luna Classic is. I'm is just I'm just so you're aware that is not my fault. I've been no, no, that, very it's not vocal. A of fault. It's not a question. Yeah. Of, fault. of course it's not, Jacob. Of course it's not. Of course it's not. I'm just saying. I, I wonder if there is a way that uh you know that this can kind of be repaired because you know you're you're essential to the team you're essential to Luna. well just, just, just so you know sir I, I i adamantly refuse to work with tobias um i feel that he has been both dishonest and disrespectful i feel that um i have i, I realized that like it may have come to a sh- as as a shock to a lot of people, right? Because I, I was very blunt. Like I was like, you need to remove 100% of your self-bonded stake. And at that time, I can help you create a new validator. And like, I, I understand that the validators who were affected by this, they probably really did put a lot of work into building their brand. Of course, they probably did zero technical work, but that's sort of outside the scope, right? Work is work, effort is effort it should have value but that's why we have to be so insistent about stuff like not your keys not your coins um because it it is cruel like i don't i don't want that outcome for them i wish that i could tell them oh you can transfer your validator operator account but it's not currently possible and it's probably 6 months out and like it's it's a hard piece of code. My my team plans to tackle it this year, uh, and I've given ourselves like a whole year to do it. But I expect to have a prototype like by mid year. Um, and so maybe uh, maybe, yeah. maybe let me end off with this because I'm sure there's other people that are sure, to, to jump in and. I mean, I, I would say, you know, um, you know, I think you yourself recognized that Tobias is a capable programmer and a dev. Um, I think his biggest issue is he talks too much and he's, you know, and then he digs his feet into a position and then it becomes difficult to retract it. And then it just, it's a downward spiral from there. And um, yeah, I guess I just wanted to you know, put out there a possibility that, uh, you know, you can. It, 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 it is not possible. Through. And it is not possible. And I, I wish to just tell you why. Um, yeah. Our team at Notion, our time is very valuable. And this, this incident has been massively consumptive of our time. Whereas yeah. if, if the whole L1 uh, team had just gotten behind simple facts, that this was very dangerous and i assure you it is very dangerous then you know it would not have had to happen in this fashion i resigned specifically to reduce risk to our organization because uh i i and marzal i i I appreciate what you're trying to do and i just want to say that this has actually happened like internally outside of public view on a number of occasions I, 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 you know, look, Zardar knows his Kubernetes very well, um, I think. 
I mean, I've never like, and I, I don't know why he needed the community to buy him a laptop. Cause like guys does have laptop. Like I, I have like five or something. Uh, that's weird. Cause he claimed to be a really high revenue uh, Kubernetes consultant. Um, yeah, there's been I, a number I think of that's weird statements, hundred percent, but he, that's the thing. He talks a lot, but since you came out, there's been definite movement and these things, you know, don't change overnight, but there's been definite movement and, I think it's a shame that because he has a big mouth that, uh, you know, we had to, you know, disrupt something really good. But, okay, thank you very much, Jacob, for letting me say my piece. Um, We got somebody from the Passport trying to come up, uh, Lunkburn. Can you let Let me um, Yeah, let me just, I might remove someone. But I think Mazal, like, I understand what you're trying to do, and I I agree in spirit that can't move a big mass of people who've been putting a long amount of work in very quickly. But from Jacob's perspective, if he's doing L1 and security work and he's on a team where somebody else is expressing dangerous opinions, um, and also he is seen to be standing watch when potentially the chain is is under threat, then he needs <clears throat> he needs to take a hardline stance. He can't be a politician or a social engineer or something like that because his reputation, his company is direct <clears throat> his sorry. His, his reputation, his company is directly um, affected by that, right? If he were to say, oh, you can transition slowly, or oh, I'll have some long conversations and try and convince people, th- that is essentially him seeming to have, have stood watch when bad shit happens. So that's why he needs to take a hardline stance. And it's, um, it's, it's about position. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Let me... You're welcome, man. Lunk Burn Army. Is that how you meant, Matt? Yeah, he just shot me a message. He was trying to come up. Uh, I'm going to have to remove somebody. Let me see. You can take me off. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome, man. I'm glad you came up. Hey, everyone. How are you? Hey, Lunk. How are you? Good, PFC. Good to see you. So I I just wanted to interject here in this conversation. I'm just trying to understand what is the purpose of, of this discussion today? I hear a lot of people speaking, you know, I'm a little bit confused because I checked, uh, I just checked the recent status of our L1 task force and our scope of work for the quarter. And we're ahead of schedule and we're a little bit under budget. So I expect uh, that we're going to be coming back to the community looking for additional work. Uh, I, I've heard some personal attacks against Tobias uh, from one of the members who's openly resigned from the task force. Hey, wait, these aren't personal attacks. He's just wrong in a very dangerous manner. Okay, Jacob, you just, need hey, to realize wait, wait that. a second. I'm, I'm speaking. Please let me finish. Um, I've, you know, I've, I've been managing this team and I've been managing uh, projects professionally for many years. Uh, I understand security concerns when they need to be raised, and there's a, a proper and professional way to do it. You know, with their, and I would suggest that we need more than just one. Have you ever worked on a public blockchain? Sorry? Have you ever worked on a public blockchain? I, yes, I've worked on, I have, I have worked on, uh, I have managed uh, very complex projects for a variety of industries. And I can tell. Have you ever worked on a public proof of stake blockchain that can be resecured by redelegation? 
No, Jacob, but if you want to go toe-to-toe with me, I'm okay, happy but, to no, no, Listen, listen, I'm trying to get you to correct here, okay? Jacob. This problem had a very clear solution. Right. Which was mass redelegation away from all nodes and their customers. It wasn't even a security problem on the chain per se. It was a security problem caused by all nodes bad practices okay and i did the correct thing okay great so you okay cor- and just remember wait, um, wait 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 is that no, great no, no. you recognize that or no. great you're dismissing that i'm saying what i'm saying is is that an opinion was raised that you have about Whoa, bro it's, it's not an opinion it's a philosophical discussion Jacob. it's not whoo, it's a hundred percent philosophical discussion because yeah, yeah, yeah please, please take yeah, a shot because okay. like this is okay. The... So first of all, you you, you go ahead because you've been trying to speak for a while. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so first of all, there is no boss in a blockchain. There is no the O1 task force is just a group of individuals in there who we pay to write some code for us. First of all, the issue around the security of the chain is one thing. Then there's the issue of the lead developer and his opinions is uh, about what a security risk is or is not. So first of all, lead developer and project manager. And uh, yeah, okay. And what the old one task force is. That's an opinion. Okay. They're different things. Now, the initial thing where we went was there is a security issue. There is no boss to report this to. So we have told the public, or Jacob told the public, because they are the investors, okay? They all hold uh, Well, Ed, let me just say, though, the chain has a boss. It's the delegators. And yeah, okay, um, but there's I reported not one it per- Yeah, there's not one person. So he's told the investors or the, or the people who, who the, the millions of CEOs or whatever it is, there is a problem. That's the first thing, and that, w- that then went through. Now... You know, we, now where you seem to be taking issue is that you know the L one task force or those people have expressed an opinion, and fundamentally it's wrong. Um, from a technical level, the statements that your lead developer and I don't I haven't seen any from you directly have stated. Oh, they're from him directly. I'm looking at one right now, and he just Fine. said it on the call. Yeah, okay. But my point being is they're factually incorrect. They, they, you know, for a lead developer who's the, theoretically a blockchain expert coming to say that these things aren't an issue, they're having one person controlling all this because on Ethereum there's seven, so who cares, doesn't really add value and is not treating it as a security concern. Okay? That's the mate. Those are the two different things going on. Now, could Jacob have been more polite? Yeah. I could be wearing a bow tie as well, but it, you know those things have happened. It's a security issue. It was reported as security does on a public blockchain. There is no CEO or head of compliance to report these to in a regular company. It was done in how it was done. Well, so with those two statements in mind, please talk. Yeah, so, so can I can I speak without being interrupted? I'm just wondering, is that yeah. possible? Or well, ever everyone, um, yeah, give you. Give you time to speak. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. So, so where I come at, where this is a philosophical discussion, and I know that that you know, uh, from your perspective, 
it's wrong. But I can tell you when I go to my bank and I deposit my money, they, I entrust them with my information and I, I should, by, by virtue of what we're talking about here, I should withdraw all my money from all my different banks because they have custody. Okay. Okay, Jacob, I'm speaking. Uh, no, it's Ian. Um, just when oh, no. you finish that oh, point, no. let, me, oh. let me respond to it. Just um, let him finish his point. Go ahead. Secondly, there's a, a piece of disclosure that has not been made yet. And so, so let me just go over timeline of events. First of all, the L1 task force, again, is on budget and within schedule for what was asked of the community. Whether or not there is a, a, a disagreement with one, what one of the lead developers has done um, in terms of making a statement, that can be discussed. But the work that has been asked for in the proposal is ahead of schedule and on budget. Secondly, the, the work that has been completed to date has largely been completed by somebody else other than Jacob. So, and let me finish my point. Um, uh, excuse me. Bits. Sorry. Hold on, just let him finish and then you can address it all. Um, and then there's no antagonism. Go ahead, Lumpen. We've had about 25 meetings to date. Jacob attended three to four of them. He was largely not present. Secondly, I had performance concerns throughout. Thirdly, uh, there, just so the community is aware, this has not been disclosed publicly yet. Notional wanted $20,000 to increase the, uh, the cost of work, so we would have to go to proposal anyways. Then Jacob very publicly resigned. And then after he resigned, he went on this tirade. So my issue with all of this, and especially with ta attacking Tobias the way that has happened, is that he's done the majority of the work. And truly, I went through and I looked at all of the commits and Jacob, I looked at all of your previous history and I see very little actual development work and more development engineering, where I see a lot of go-fumping and a lot of automated tools, but I don't actually see much code written. So from my perspective, um, I'm just looking at this and wondering what is it that people are trying to accomplish here? Um, Oops, um, I, I did meet you by mistake, but I'll, uh, I'll just say something. I think what we're talking about here, Lunkburn Army, is the fundamental security risk to the chain and the validity of that and the way it has been represented by Tobias. It's not about Jacob and Tobias's work on the L1 squad or something like that. It's about basic security to the chain, um, how we address that and the way it's been represented to all Lunk investors. That, that, in my opinion, is the important thing and what we're discussing here. I personally feel like there's a big risk and everyone I've talked to who's smart and is now one developer acknowledges that risk. You know, everyone up here obviously acknowledges that risk. And it has been misrepresented in quite an irresponsible way to all Lunk investors. So from my perspective, I look out to try and protect them, to try and make it transparent. I think there are three issues here. And number one, okay, there's the voting power issue. Number two, there's how we solve it. And number three, there's how it's represented to all of the lung community. I think the most irresponsible thing is misrepresenting it. I think if people know that the, the risks are there, 
they can act accordingly. But if they don't understand them, if they're misrepresented, then they'll make uninformed choices and that's at risk to them. So from my perspective, that's that's what we've been talking about today. It's not the the exact details of Jacob and Isaac's work and who's contributed more or whatever. Um, it's it's much more fundamental. It's chain security and representation to investors. Okay, so so fair enough. Then then why then my question is, you know, is there not a better way? And this is a, a collective question for we, for all of us. Is there not a better way for us to raise these concerns and say, hey, all notes, thank you very much. You've done us a big solid for, you know, helping prop up the the chain and provide your services, which, by the way, I looked at all the delegations and, and impacts. People don't seem to be moving much money off of there. So um, whatever this That's is, it's you not and working. Tobias. Sorry. Um, and and further, why don't we collectively work with all nodes and find a way to s- solve the issue and and, you know, do it in a because they're lying to their customers manner. Sorry, Jacob, I'm still speaking. I, I, I just want to finish. Can, here. You, give him, can and, you give him the courtesy of just finishing the sentence, please? I would like to I would like to see the community constructively work together rather than cherry picking and i see i mean i see people demanding that tobias uh resign and be kicked off the l1 task force it's ludicrous he he may have an opinion on what free enterprise means and what proof of stake means and what you know it, it if i said hey lunkdow and you know uh pfc and thorchain and four different validators teamed up together they could they could halt the chain that's absolutely true too so I mean, there's varying opinions, and and the the fact of the matter is, there's a right way to do things and a wrong way. And I feel like the the approach that has been taken is fundamentally harmful to the blockchain. Should be immediately stopped. Should be revisited with professional reports written. I don't see a security. I haven't seen a security report come across my desk that says, "Hey, we should considering the following options." There's we should be doing things in a professional way working with all the stakeholders involved in a professional manner, not this t- World War Twitter that's going on, because it's fundamentally harmful to investors and to the entire ecosystem. And I think I don't think that there's necessarily, like security is fundamental concern. We should be concerned with security. We should be concerned with too much voting power. We should be concerned with making sure that validators follow best practice. I don't think Anybody would disagree with that. So I think the better question is, how do we best go about having those conversations rather than trying to say that the L1 team is somehow a problem or that somehow Tobias should resign or something crazy like this? Because I can tell you, he has done a fantastic job. He has not been a tyrant like I've heard from previous. I just spoke with Frag about this this morning. We were we were just reflecting on how it's been nothing but a very professional, fun, very corporate-like working environment. So let's deal with this security discussion in a rational, reasonable way where we raise the risks and concerns. You know, I can I can raise them as risks to the blockchain. I can write a risk assessment. You know, these are things that that you do in a proper environment 
you don't freaking just start throwing grenades over the over the wall and and you know causing a, a big mess for no you know like there's a right way and a wrong way to do this that's all i'm saying so let's i'd say I, my recommendation would be let's all collectively take a step back let the l1 team finish the work that we're doing it's good work everybody's engaged and and doing a good job i think that we're going to be successful with the mandate that we've been given. Um, I largely see reason for the community to be celebrating because we'll be arriving at parity with Luna V2 uh, in a in short order here. And you know, let's fix the security issue, but let's do it in a in a reasonable way. Um, let me just. Uh, I think Ears has had his hand up the longest. If you're still here, is yeah, I'm still. Oh, whoops! I muted you. That was inconsiderate. Oh, that was inconsiderate. How dare you? <laughs> um, I don't know, Lunkburn Army man. I appreciate diplomacy. I think diplomacy is is right in the right context and right time. However, I I hear a project manager who just doesn't get it. You you don't get it, man. This is a bigger uh, I'm problem. I'm pretty sure I get it. I'm pretty no. sure I get it. Hold on, Lungburn. You were criticizing people for interrupting you, so allow him to speak. Look, all right. Jesus, man. It's the, welcome to proof of stake blockchains. Let me be your guide, okay? If this is centralization of voting power, it means you can hop the chain. And if you can hop the chain, there are many bad things that can happen. So you need to get to bias to say, oh, this is a problem. I agree. Let's find a way to solve it. No, this is not a problem. Jesus, man. Fuck. I, I swear to God, I never get angry on Twitter spaces. But you're such a di diplomatic job's worth. Shut the fuck up and get to the root of the problem. People lose a lot of money on this stuff, man. All right. I lost a fuckload of money on Terra projects. All right. And if you let these things slip and you just say they're not a problem, you're costing people a lot of cash. Okay, I, I, I'm serious with you, man. You need to take this seriously. And it's no. not Twitter politics. It's real money. It's real people's savings. People thinking $1, $1, whatever. The whole point of this space is to protect people from unnecessary risk. And Tobias is putting every Lunk investor under unnecessary risk, okay? By being ignorant or either stupid or I don't know what it is. You can hear me, man. You, you, do you hear me? This is a serious problem. Uh, I hear you. So, okay, so let's wave our magic wand and right immediately, all nodes is gone. That voting power has been eliminated. We snapped our fingers. We no longer have all nodes. There's still top five validators. Are you saying that that risk is eliminated? Okay. That no, you're not understanding the problem with all nodes. The problem isn't that all nodes is the number one validator or that it holds 10 or 18% or whatever it is. The problem with all nodes is that, it, yes, it holds 18%, but it also has the keys for another whatever it is, up to 35%. The basic problem that, is trying, that we're trying to get people to understand is it's not about value of hosting services. It's about control of power. And at 34%, they can do a lot of damage. I, okay, that is the key thing. So if all nodes loses some of the delegation, yes, that will help as long as the span of control that all nodes has on the entire network 
goes down as well. It's not enough to say, well, I'm going to take it out of this hand and give it to that hand. It's all good because it's not got the name all nodes. It's the same thing. And this is not like a bank. There is no central authority that the bankers go to. There's no regulator regulators in place. We self-regulate and these things, this is how it is done on a public network. You may not like it, it's just the way it's done. No, I understand that. So PFC, let me ask you a question. If I had five, if I had seven billion dollars and I bought up enough voting power and I teamed up with I I bought, you know, I purchased the top five validators. Would I not have that issue? Or, or let's. If you had, more. it's not more. Okay, first of all, get the numbers right. It's not seven million. You're I talking said around six hundred. If you had seven five. seven billion, if you did that, then it would be your chain, right? And right. there's no right. But at the moment, that is not the case. You have I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of different little people coming in there. If one person started owning seven billion, other alarm bells would ring. It's a different centralization risk. And it's not, this is not a what about if there is an existing security problem. This is not a personality issue. This is a security issue. If you've been in a bank or whatever, when they have security issues, they treat them very seriously and they get fixed. They don't go and have to go and convince, you know, Joe over in accounting that this is a security issue. Oh, I don't believe you. Oh, no, I don't see it it gets fixed. The challenge is we have a core group of people, and that's where the L1 task force comes in, who have little to no understanding of what the issue is, and as evidenced by the tweets coming through. So yes, you might be doing your projects and get, you know your status might be perfectly green, well done, you're doing the wrong things, okay? Because you're not fixing the security issue. You don't even know there is a security issue. You basically I, put your I, head, I hand over there. Well, you don't by the tweets. Okay. And now you go, well, what happens if a multi-billionaire comes in and does all these things? You know, we're fucked is the answer. Well, no, yeah. I, I, that's actually not true, though. They, what oh, happens is that they drive up the price and they become unable to control the chain. This is one of the numerous security mechanisms in proof of stake. As you try to accumulate more and more stake to, you know, theoretically compromise a chain, you drive up the prices and you inadvertently make it more secure. It's, it's like one of the fundamental reasons that this stuff works. And look, Bernardi, I want to say something to you concerning your commentary about, well, you didn't see a lot of new code. Well, it didn't land in that repository. It landed in a number of other repositories. And in addition to that, Monkburn Army, this chain doesn't need new code. And new code is very dangerous to this chain because of its current state. Okay. And you can believe it or not. And that's the, like that, like that's not on me. And I'm so glad that this is being recorded because. Like you, you don't add features to a chain that is unstable and there are more issues at play than uh, the, the, you know, all nodes issue, which is incredibly serious. Um, and so I, I gave the chain what it needed in Vietnam. 
as we discussed in the Slack, there is this thing called Lunar New Year. And we were out because New Year. And we told you this. Now, um, why did I stop attending the telephone meetings or the um, three-hour-long grind sessions where Tobias would just rant about, you know, totally invalid and inaccurate stuff? Well, that's it. Because it wasn't what the chain needed. Okay? Um, and, you know, look, PFC has been doing this for a very long time. I have also been doing this for a very long time. We are both telling you that there are very serious problems, that Tobias is actually making them worse by not helping them to get addressed, and furthermore, that I did exactly the right thing because the people empowered to solve this problem are the chain's delegators because delegators choose validators. And that's just how it works. And like, you may not like that that's the way that it works. You may not like um, the fact that I just straight up told the people who are actually empowered to solve the problem how to solve it. But that's what I did. And you may not understand that all nodes security practices are ludicrously sketchy. But they are. So I have one question, yes or no. If here's here's a yes or no question. If four validators that each have 15% voting power collude together and arrive at the same decision, can they halt the chain? Yes or no? Okay. So first of four. all, no, no, let me Jacob. Please. Hold on. Um, just, just. I, I don't think like this keeps coming up. It's like this all risks equal thing. Like, oh, anything could happen. What about this? What about you know, like the the blockchain risks are no because if I'm walking down the street, I might get killed by a big bird. Like, it's like this keeps coming up. It's we have a real situation that is identifiable and controllable. Um, we don't need to consider what ifs. Like, it's it's a separate thing completely. But yeah, go ahead, PFC. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, if you've been in a large corporation, you, you've you've seen how audits work. Now, what they do is there's not one person who gets to, to write the bill and send the money. There's multiple people. It's the number of people who have to collude. This is what the Nakamoto coefficient is all about. So yes, on chains, if the top seven validators decide to do something, yes, but it needs seven people to agree. At the moment, we need one. See, do you understand the, the, the big difference? In order, two people is usually enough to send billions of, dot, billions of dollars in wire transfer. There's you, that or there's three people. So having one is a challenge, not that six people colluding together can do something. Yes, six people joint, colluding together it can basically build the entire blockchain. But that's not what it is. It's just one person. So, no, I mean, fair enough, but I think. Oh, hold on, my burn. Um, Faux Luna, aka Froggy Critchley, aka X Toxic Labs, aka wants to speak, I think, for a while. So go ahead first. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, I don't understand why everyone's still debating whether it, it is an issue or not. We know it's an issue. You can compare it to real life situations where 
it's an issue. Do you know, I don't understand why the question of is this an important issue keeps coming up because it is. If you work, say, for example, where you're taking people's debit card numbers and there's a rule there where you can't write it down because you can't write down that number. It's in your contracts when you're with that job to not do that. Otherwise, you can be fired. It's a similar situation and you can relate it to lots of things. I just don't understand why we're still debating it on whether it's an issue or not. Someone please speak. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sefi or Alex, do you want to put any input? You haven't spoken in a while. Can I, can I ask a quick question, please, Bruce? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because you asked me to come up to speak, so I assume you wanted me to speak about something. Uh, I'm not. No. Well, you I, did, I, yeah. You, you, you asked me to come up, so I just assumed that you wanted me to speak about something, so there you go. All right, I accepted it. Oh, I just saw just a really, just a really quick, just a really quick one. I, I've got no idea of code. I'll frame it. I'm not a coder. I'm not a developer. Don't understand any of the semantics of it. If you sat me down in front of the screen, I wouldn't. It would be like asking me to read Chinese. So that's that's a given. I've got to pay homage to those that do, or at least listen to what they've got to say. Now, if an issue's been raised, i.e., a security issue, I've got no issue. Like Florida said, let's deal with it. Let's crack on with it. Why are we still debating it? But where I do have an issue, and the head of, of your your spaces is London Dow Fudding. Now, I wouldn't specifically say you and you alone are fudding, but why was it brought? If this has been an issue, which you quite rightly stated, that you had identified and brought to other people's attention several months ago, why is it only now when a little bit of progress has been, in my perception, I'm just an investor, I'm just a normal guy investing in the chain, that my normal perception after all the chaos, TR, all the, the things that have gone, gone with them, why now has this hand grenade come in and it, be, and it become magnified in an apocalyptic scenario? Just explain that one to me. I think why I can try to answer has that. has it gone from zero to apocalyptic in the space of about 72 hours? I can That's try all I want to know. I can, okay, I can I can give I can give that one a shot. Um, unless uh, Longdow, if you want to, um... DST, you okay for Alex to answer? I think it was basically to all of us. Or I'm uh, happy, for, happy for, listen, mate. I'm happy for anyone. It's it's a basic question, which I think a lot of normal people are just they're not brainiacs like some of the people in this room. I don't profess to know code. I don't profess to know the semantics of how a blockchain works. Mm. But what I do know, or yeah, we got I'm it. Very skeptical we, we got it. Of, yeah. Is when things. Okay. It's happened in the manner yeah. they've happened. That's yeah, it. we got the question. Alex, go for it. Yeah, for so it, as Alex. someone who, you know, our validator initially, we we chose all nodes um, as our provider. We're, we're in the process of moving off. But um, but like, so there was an awareness amongst the technical people in the community that that this was some kind of an issue. I don't like I personally didn't know that all nodes had possession of the the number of keys and nobody knows exactly how much uh, voting power they they possess i think they say it's something like 28 28% but you you kind of have to trust them i think um anecdotally if you know you, if you know kind of certain validators if they use all nodes or not you kind of come 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 away thinking that sounds kind of low but again nobody knows i think at least for me the big um the big issue was when Jacob, who is the the security expert uh, on the team, and he was also 
a, a wider cosmos um, OG who who and he understood he his opinion is very important in terms of how Lunk will be accepted by the wider Cosmos community over time in terms of like IBC enablement and the way Cosmos from my like not very technical understanding of how IBC works, you basically have to trust the security. Uh, um, it, so it doesn't work like normal, like an Axelar bridge, for example. It's But you do have to kind of trust the security system of your counterparty chain that's talking to your chain over IBC. So, so if if kind of like the smartest guy in the world on cosmos security is coming in is coming in and saying well you, you're doing all some of the security stuff all wrong then his opinion is very very important to like whether ibcs will ultimately open up between lunk and other chains so it's like very important to like your pocketbook as a lunk investor over time that lunk becomes better integrated by ibc with the whole system okay um, and then, but I think the real, the real issue was, I, I think, so I think Jacob identified the size of the issue. It was a lot bigger than, you know, people like me who kind of like knew who had, uh, you know, were a, a, a small part of the problem in a sense, uh, but we're kind of like, okay, like we'll solve this. And the, the, you know, the, we'd plan to move off anyway in like two months or something, who cares? And so anyway, so Jacob calls it out. And then for the most visible guy on the L1 team of the chain to uh, flagrantly um, misstate the facts um, is, uh, besides being like a reputational risk to him, uh, like, it's like, here's the problem. It is a clear problem. There is a clear, like solution that does not require any new technology. It does not require any conditional things to happen it's just here's the solution let's do the solution and then so it's like like the roi of fixing it is very high there's no reason why you wouldn't and then for the l1 guy to then come out and then say oh no it's not a problem whatever like it makes it a it, it makes this a 100 times harder problem to solve because now it's now it's a big pvp uh, you know, World War Twitter situation over what should be an incredibly simple problem. And Jacob's business partner has made himself the biggest part of the problem. So I think it's like, so it's like how, how this problem was, was socialized, um, sort of blew it up to be a much bigger problem to Jacob than, than, uh, yeah. Yeah. In what yeah. Words. From my perspective. Again, again, I still have fundamental issues as to how this has been handled. Because it's you talk about running a business, yeah. I don't think most of the people well, could run a, uh, run a bath. No disrespect, because fundamentally you don't discuss your dirty linen in public. That's that's just a given in business. This is a public blockchain, sir. I'm an owner. Sorry. Let, let's. Um. I think there are differences here, and it's fair to say there was also quite an incentive to keep quiet. Because, like, I had mentioned this stuff three, two, three months ago. Um, but you have a weird situation where most people who are retail investors in Lunk are fairly uninformed and they see validators as sports teams to invest in. Um, and also you had this, this massive control by all nodes validators who are kind of incentivized to keep quiet as well. So this kind of stuff went under the radar for a long time. 
Um, it, it was pretty much Jacob's responsibility to speak out loudly because he's somebody who's in charge of L1 work and in charge of security. He needs to take a hard line stance. He needs to be loud because his reputation depends on it. If he keeps quiet or if he tries to do this in a, in a maximally slow and gradual and peaceful way and maybe makes no progress or whatever, that comes back to him and his company. That's that's his job, essentially. So he needs to be loud. Um, I think the the major conflict arose when there was dispute over whether this is an actual problem, right? So um, to anyone who's an expert or an L1 expert in this stuff, like it's obviously a big problem. And I think most smart people here appreciate that it's a problem. I think you appreciate that it's a problem, DST. Um, the issue that many of us had was when uh, Tobias spoke out that this is not a problem that there's no issue at all, that the chain is secure. At that point, I felt that, oh, hang on a minute, like thinking back to 2022, thinking about all these chains that have exploded or FTX or whatever else, I immediately felt like, oh, that that is super irresponsible because it's one thing to acknowledge a problem and deal with it calmly and work together to solve it as a community, but it's another thing completely to dismiss it. And when he did dismiss it, he instantly lost a lot of trust from the wider cosmos. Um, people who are watching this stuff, the you know people involved in in the Lunar Builder community and TFL people and whoever else, it, it's just wildly irresponsible. So that's I think that's the source of a lot of the conflict. It's the denial of the problem. I am all for accepting the problem and solving it in a calm way and doing everything we can. But we also need to appreciate like Jacob is and his position and his reputation to defend and stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think the conflict has just has come from the denial of the problem, mainly it, from my perspective. I would, I would also point out like that dirty laundry or whatever you want to call it in blockchain and decentralized uh, systems. That's just normal that it happens in public. If you want to have something that's hidden, you should go buy stocks and sell all your crypto and leave because that will not happen in this space. So like there, there's no way but to discuss publicly when multiple teams are involved and different types of people, different types of community members, lots of different validators. By the way, it is not the goal of all of the validators of a network to agree upon everything. If they were simply a concept that all validators should simply agree, then one validator, like one company could just simply own all the validators. You can buy those kinds of investments, by the way. You can buy those things in the stock market and they're called centralized companies. So if you're expecting these things not to get aired in public, you are very much in the wrong like investment space. I would point that out like very explicitly. Make no bones about it. You want the validators arguing. You want them to vouch for the security of the chain and only approve uh, changes to the network or like change you know, that they believe is going to benefit the security of your money period, end of story, and it's, and it's always out in the public. So that is a risk of blockchain governance that is part of proof-of-stake networks, and that must be understood before buying any crypto in the sort of like proof-of-stake type space where governance is involved. If you don't like these kinds of things, like let's say you don't like governance problems and all this messiness, that's what Bitcoin is for, and I think many of us own Bitcoin for that reason. So just want to make that super clear. Mm. I think as well, there's there's a, a general aversion to transparency and what's regarded as drama or whatever. But often these big issues do need to be accepted by the whole community. And often there will be inevitable bag holder bias where it's considered FUD or whatever. But by having that, that small impact and that transparency, 
we can work together to solve it. Um, and, and the chain goes forward and becomes much larger than it would otherwise be. What we're talking about here is, is fundamental risk to everyone's investments. And we're also talking about the, the major thing that makes the chain unattractive to all builders and investors going forward and integrating with the wider cosmos and stuff. So it's one of those things that like can't be denied and will obviously cause some drama and conflicts and stuff. From my perspective, you know, I, I'm all for transparency. I'm all for, for solving things in a calm way. I didn't agree with all of Jacob's approach, but I understood that's his, his position and his reputation to deal with. Um, at the same time, I think the biggest issue is, is misrepresenting the situation. For me, that was like the worst thing by far, because you have to allow people to make informed choices and you have to allow them to understand the situation and then you can work together to solve it. But when, you know, most of the community is being told it's not a problem at all, that is frankly very irresponsible. Yeah, go ahead, DST, if you want to comment. Oh, I muted everyone. Yeah, go ahead. I couldn't speak. <laughs> no disrespect, Sefi. I don't need an education or somebody to tell me how or how not to invest. I say that with absolute respect that I can. However, fundamentally, I agree in open discussion, not a problem with that. Honesty, transparency, and everything else. But equally, we are a business. It is a business. No matter which way you want to construe it, word it, theologically or otherwise, which you come from one side of the spectrum, I come from possibly the other. But what I don't believe is in the first instance that people go to battle straight off the bat. If all the people, in quotes, are the aficionados of blockchain and have got an extremely high IQ quota between them, can they not sit around a table verbatim and thrash it out? And if they can't reach consensus, then come out and say, but I don't believe that that was the case. It sounds very much like Jacob made an arbitrary decision. And from that point, he decided carte blanche to go out and drop the atomic bomb, which we've now been experiencing for the last X number of days. I've got no issue with people bringing the truth to the fore. As an investor, I value that. So thank you if it's true. I don't know if it is. I still sit on the fence, right? I believe there's an issue, but I just don't know if it's as magnified as it's been. Because having had it raised by yourself, Longdie, Bruce, several months ago, why, again, did it become this atomic issue literally overnight? That's the issue I've got. Oh, I, I, I can answer that if you'd like. Hold By on. all means, do. Can I just speak? Okay, cool. I, I think, can I yeah, speak? please. I think that, um, I mean, it was obviously always in the background, but we have the nation of, of general investor naivety, uh, plus obviously the influencers use all notes themselves. So there's an incentive to, to kind of pretend that it's not really an issue. Right. Because everyone's, you know, you say everyone is intelligent, but that's true. But, you know, it, it, historically, we know that brain power is greatly diminished when money is involved um, and, and people think about their short term payments or whatever. So there was that. And I think the issue has become that the, the vote power is growing every day. You know, since there were so many all nodes affiliates and new validators opening and whatever else, the vote power is going up and up and up and up, you know, the total vote power by compromise keys. So. And then obviously the the perfect storm was was Jacob finding out about this, but it was inevitable that it was going to come out, and it was inevitable that it was going to be dramatic, and it was inevitable that um, you know it was going to cause some some controversy in the community because people run validators, they put in a lot of work, you know they're obviously trying to protect their bags, and other people are trying to protect the community, and people have different levels of expertise. Jacob has a very different perspective 
than the average Lunk investor. You know, it's there are levels of, of difference in knowledge, levels of difference in investment, levels of difference of time put in. Um, so I think it's to some degree it was explosive. For me, the, the most irresponsible thing was to for, for Tobias to deny it was a problem. Um, I, I think that that was the the spark that really blew the whole thing up. Um, do you want to comment, Sophie? No, I would agree. Like, I don't have a problem with any number of like time scales to fix problems, or you know, if people want to fix things quietly and get it done, or whatever it is people want to do is fine. But when the ma- like a major voice in the space claims there's no problem and they're the ones who has to fix it, now we have a problem, and it's like I'm gonna go ballistic about it. So like, and uh, you know, so like, I think for the success of the chain and for the success of the cosmos at large. Like we need to have this chain not fail. So don't think I want a bad outcome to happen. We want an outcome that is very good for all people involved. So I want to make that super clear. No, we 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 want the um, chain. The whole thing, the whole reason for all of this is wanting the best thing for the chain, um, and and avoiding going down a track where problems are denied. They they become bigger issues. You know that that's the situation where Lunk fails to thrive. Or where something bad happens, and we've seen similar things happen before. You know, it's not—it's not that we are theorizing. You know, <laughs> have a look at 2022. Have a look at the years prior. Have a look at the risk to various blockchains. Have a look at the attack vectors. These things do happen, and they're worth talking about. And from my perspective, even though calling something out and being loud about it may cause a little bit of drama, from a moral perspective, I'm obligated to. To, in order to protect investors. So if anything bad happens in the end, I can at least say, hey, I did speak out about this. I warned everyone. I didn't keep quiet. And having done that, I had peace of mind. So, sorry, can I ask a quick question? Hey, hey, just one second, guys. Just like Jacob answered DST's question, you all answered for go ahead, Jacob, but DST actually asked Jacob. Yeah, go ahead, Jacob. Sorry, um, I spoke at the same time as you as well. No, I mean, that's quite all right. Um, I I feel like I'm saying this for about the 100th time. And actually, I wanted to jump in and uh, DST, you may need to re-ask your question in just a moment, but I wanted to say something. You know, I just got a DM and this is true. It is completely factual. Um, There are validators, several who are refusing to remake their validators because of what Tobias said. And guys, this is why I resigned. Um, There is only one solution to this. PFC, I'd love it if you could just kind of confirm this for me. You know, just add a little depth to it and and there's there's nothing i can do and furthermore i did not drop any bombs okay this is in fact how the system is designed to work and look for an army if you do not understand this you will fail and that is why i've resigned okay now dst if you don't mind if you could just like re-ask your question i'd super appreciate it because To be brutally frank, I'm getting like you, Jacob. I've forgotten what my question was. No, I haven't. <laughs> <Basically>, <laughs> That's all right, buddy. 
I basically was asking the question that if it well, I can tell you what you were asking, you were asking why Jacob came out right now when it's the worst time Correct. to actually bring up this issue. Correct. And that was the basis of my question. But it's not okay. really the worst time. But anyway, I'll let Jacob respond. Sure. I mean, like, guys, it's always the best time to, like, what I'm trying to say is that, uh, okay, and also somebody asked, like, well, if you knew about this months ago, and by the way, I did not. I learned of it first, maybe two weeks ago. Um, and where, where, just now, I, this is Jacob. Where, where, sorry to interject. Where did you learn of the issue in the first place? Ah, it would be a Lunk Dow. Lunk Dow tipped me off to it. But I've, um, I've it doesn't, it, hang on, it, it from... does not matter uh, where I learned of the issue. Okay, but I will no, say very, I, was just, I was just interested flatly. to find. I was just interested to find out. That's all. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it was looked down. The th- Lunkburn Army. I don't know what you think is funny about this, and I don't know why you're managing this project. This is not funny. This is. It, it, it's a billion dollars at stake. It, it is just ludicrously unprofessional of you. I am. I want to tell everybody here that. Um, I did the correct and professional thing. I have written a 14 page long report on this. So, and... sorry, can I, can I just explain real quick what I, what I was just laughing at, what I find, uh, somewhat and, and maybe lunked out can appreciate the satire of this situation. I'll explain. So the first time that we have really positive news and by the way, I, I really hope and I, I hope that there's some sort of assurances that if people are going to share audio recordings from this discussion, that it's going to be the entirety it's being of the recorded. for context. Oh, it's so anyway, it's being I recorded. It's good. I know. I hope that. But what I'm saying is not snippets So have sound bites. record the whole thing for context and share the whole thing, not little snippets. So my point is, is that what I was thinking is somewhat satirically funny is that first of all here's the question okay two things uh, and i'll i'll be brief and then i'm i'm i'll uh i'll hand over the mic um the first thing is all the folks that have brought this issue up uh, very obviously stand to benefit from uh all nodes imploding number one that's a fact lunk is the number fifth delegator on the blockchain they stand to benefit if a large number of delegates their way. Notional Labs also is a, is a validator on the blockchain that would stand to benefit. Number two, what I found funny is that, you know, we finally have good news. Like I said, the L1 team is in scope, on scope. Uh, we're ahead of schedule. With, we're within budget. The team is working together cohesively. We're having fun. We're we're doing a great job there's finally good news finally reason to celebrate and jacob is tipped off by lunk dow to raise a big alarm bell when lunk dow knew about this months ago i take issue okay with that. all right can i respond to that uh first of all can i, I run validators yep sure go for it um well firstly like i think everyone here is intelligent enough to hold two things in their head just because the the L1 team has done good work and everyone is happy with that and we funded it, um, doesn't mean that the the security issue isn't there. These two things can exist in your head at the same time. They're not contradictory. 
Um, and yeah, I've talked about this stuff for, for months and months. In fact, I even talked about it back in, um, back in August and I think even July. I said, you know, when staking opens, we need to be careful not to give one entity a huge amount of power because that can greatly compromise the future of the chain. That was what I was thinking because my goal has always been for Lunk to thrive. And I was aware that the the foundation is somewhat precarious, right? Like it's 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 almost like an experiment of sorts in many ways. Obviously, we're all investors, but at the same time, we appreciate that this thing has come out of nothing. It's had its tokenomics redesigned. There are people working on it. It's it's in many ways kind of flawed. It needs working on, you know, it needs some some curation and it needs a little bit of support over time to help thrive. And I thought that having a heavily centralized validator set would be one of the main risks long term in terms of integrating with the larger cosmos and you know having stability and making it attractive and whatever else um uh, on the the point of other validators benefiting you could argue that but i think my personal experience has been that i've got nothing but hate for for saying these things and speaking honestly um my my comments my dms are just filled with with spew of endless hate and if anything, I've seen undelegations. I think that if I wanted to play this game for popularity and, and delegations, I would have done everything differently. For instance, it's even much, right, it's much more profitable to lie to everybody. Even even right more delegations. Even right way. at the even right at the start, if I look, if I wanted to maximize the the delegations game, I would have never mentioned Luna. I would have never mentioned Oakbon. I would have never been passionate about things like. Um, decentralization or whatever, I would have said lunk to one dollar, lunk to one dollar. <laughs> that would have been my approach. And I, whenever anyone argued, I would have said, I would have said, oh, this drama is bad for lunk. I would have taken that political approach. This this approach I've taken has been in pretty much all ways against my own profit and against my own popularity, and has resulted in in like mass bag holder hate of me, um, which is kind of funny in my opinion because all I'm trying to do is protect the chain. Yeah, okay. and just on protecting the chain, there were two different times uh, we put in a proposal uh, to limit the uh, size of one individual validator. Both of those were shut down by, surprisingly, the top two validators. So, you know, we're, it's not, this isn't the first time, this is just another way of centralization that we're trying to make people aware of. Okay, it's not the first risk on the chain. And, Hey, look, you know, you, you release something, kudos, but um, there's bigger challenges. It's not about, you know, the L1 release. No, fair enough. And thank you, uh, LunkDAO, for that, that response. I think, you know, that's a, a, good, a good response to that. Um, I, I guess and, the question by the way, I have for... Uh, we for, do hate the fact that other Cosmos chains have the same problem to some extent. So don't think <laughs> it's like... This criticism is unique to one chainer. There's there's multiple chains with some shit going on. No, and 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 I think that part of you know one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to the L1 team and just talk about our engagement on social media and whether or not we need to delve into debates about things. You know, the way that the ideal scenario would have been some sort of security report would have been written up that would have been a detailed <laughs> summary would have been That's... handed over. And and then following that, well, wait, wait, wait. But who would they hand it over to? No, I mean it within the L one no, team. Who? If Jacob no, had issues, it's not it should the... have been like if he didn't. It didn't. No, come it's up nothing to do with the L one team. The L one team is there to write software. Nothing that we're talking about would have been fixed by the L one team. No, so this enough, the, 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 okay. So this report that you keep on talking about it, we're picking on Tobias 
because his statements have been then used to justify not doing anything. There are a couple of different validators that go, well, Tobias thinks it's okay, so we're not going to do anything. So okay, him well, saying factually incorrect things is actually making the chain worse. I just, like they're getting... come, I just like to come back to something Sefi said, and it, it comes back to what, what we were talking about earlier, right? Um, this is a problem on many blockchains. And I think even if you get rid of all nodes, if you could snap your fingers and redelegate immediately, the free market system, the way that it works, the best validators that are able to secure more voting power, they may secure a, a very large share and you may again end up with the top one or two. So what's the answer? Is it to limit maximum voting power? Like I think collectively, my recommendation would be let Tobias develop. You know, we can talk about whether or not to, to let, have him engage in no one, discussions. No one's talking about that aspect. Yeah, yeah. If Tobias opens his mouth and says something which is dangerous, people are going to jump on it. No, fair okay. enough. But calls for now he's done that. Being kicked off the team, like I think that's a little too well, much. Wouldn't you? No, agree? it's not. No, I wouldn't, because he's in a position where he is using his position as the head of the L1 Development Task Force to say something. Now, as the head of the L1 Development, whatever, or the chief engineer, whatever his official title is, that carries weight. It's not just some Twitter user going, "Oh, forty percent's okay." Okay. Okay. This well, is then, supposed to be a position of authority. So, is someone going to write a looked, proposal to to do that? Because otherwise, I have no like... idea. But we're not talking about that once again. Okay. Tobias's character is put in question because Tobias said stupid things. And now, as if Tobias would have said it as not being the head of the development team or whatever, sure, stupid thing, fine. It's just another Twitter user. But okay, but he's my coming from is, the position Tobias, of authority. Tobias stated that even if we got rid of all nodes, the the situation could persist. So is that statement he said untrue? Like if well, then now you're going into it. Well, I've got a I've got a cut on my arm. If you know, if it wasn't as deep, or you know, it could go deeper, or something like that. What if this? What if that? I mean, no, but okay, it's like, you know, it's, point, it's, like, it's just fallacy of, of the gray, right? Like everything could be risky, so everything is equally risky, and anything could happen. Like, and it wasn't even about that. He said that specifically. This is not a problem. He didn't say. So, oh, equal so bruce so luna classic is going to be the only blockchain in the cosmos without this centralization of power now is okay basically no, what no, we're trying no, to arrive no, at. no, no. every ch every chain has a decent has a centralization issue they address them slightly differently i think there are studies done that the lunk is probably one of the most centralized chains, if not the centralized it, chain. It is. It is. The, it like, is. Okay. You can go on smart stake analytics and look at the Nakamoto coefficients. And even on that surface reading, it's the most centralized. But that's, right. that is a, a kind of a pseudo measure because in reality, it doesn't display how many white label clients they have. It is by far centralized. Right. So my so the point is, if you look at other chains, they're also aware of it. I mean, the Kuji DAO deliberately did stuff on their chain to make it so that sent that this one big validator should not shouldn't happen. They're actively monitoring it. So their lead developer looked at it and went, "Yeah, we don't want this to even potentially happen. 
this could cause major challenges. So we're not going to look at, we're going to deliberately put things in place. Their lead developer didn't go, ah, it's not an issue. Don't worry about it. Go and have another beer. Just relax. You know, your bags are safe. Yeah. The thing Different. is, you, like, like one of the ways to solve this fundamentally is to have everyone understand why it matters. And, and you know, by speaking out, we're ensuring, because the stakers choose where to delegate, right? And they choose the validators and they determine the centralization of the network. That's how it works. So in many ways, this is an education problem. It's the fact that so many new people have come here to Lunk and they're not really familiar with the risk to proof of stake networks. You know, they're not familiar with the attack vectors. Even when they're thinking about stuff like all nodes having a high percentage, they're thinking like, oh, all nodes are trustworthy people. That's not how smart people are thinking. They're not thinking that all nodes are trustworthy or not. They're thinking that one entity having that much control represents a risk outside of their own integrity. You know, a man can come with a wrench. You can have a DDoS attack. You can have whatever. Um, there are ways to compromise network security without all nodes being untrustworthy themselves. Like that. That's the way we think. Those are those are very valid points. No question. I, I mean, and I, I'm all for education. I think we should have investor awareness. To my understanding, all nodes has, uh, uh, you know, I've been informed all nodes is raising their rates to 10% so that they're, they want, they don't want, they've stated that they don't want the level of centralization they have. Um, my recommendation would be, and, and, you know, maybe the L1 team can provide some resources to them. If it's, if we finish all of our scope in Q1, maybe we can help them or maybe they don't even need the help. Maybe there's a way that their white label service can be addressed in such a way that they're doing it in a sec the secured, desirable manner that that's at being the, asked for here. At the end of the day, like the, one of the biggest problems here is that this doesn't help all nodes business model at all. Right. Like this is the reason why it's almost an impossible discussion to have. And like, what are you going to tell them to yep. do? Like tell their customers to go away. Are they going to like, please don't delegate with us? Like, by the way, if LunkDAO has too many delegations and you feel that like maybe a smaller validator or something needs some delegations, go right ahead and put them wherever you want. Right. Like you should be promoting as individuals the security of the network and not putting too much power into the one hand of like one DAO or whoever the hell else. Like, but like you're not hearing this kind of language out of all nodes because the reality is like that's their business model is it's a centralized business model sort of benefiting from the supposed decentralized networks. And that's like, I don't know what else we can do about that, I guess. Like there's not really, and like, by the way, Coinbase and Binance and some other actors in the DeFi space do similar things uh, that promote cross centralization. And it is a fundamental problem of proof of stake networks, no question about it. And everyone in the cosmos like knows that this is a problem. And like we're working on game theory concepts mm -hmm. to sort of like maybe solve this over the long run. But like in the short term, it's like, well, what do you do? Like, and this is not an L1 developer team problem, really. The what makes us nervous, like or me nervous in particular, is that someone from the L1 team doesn't understand the principles of decentralization, which is the only reason to be in blockchain at all, which makes me think, well, hold on a second. Like, how is this person making money then? They're trying to make money off the, the benefit of the coin price going up and any FUD is like bad FUD. And therefore, like nothing should be done about it. It makes me really, really suspicious. Like, I don't it's think really that's concerning. the case. So. I, no, I, do, I, I like Tobias, by the way. Like I've, I've seen him in chats. I think he's a credible individual. He's a smart guy. I just don't understand where like, this acceptance of this being okay, especially if he doesn't have any financial interest in all nodes anyway, then the question becomes, well, why isn't he just simply telling people, okay, validators, 
we'll help you. We'll help you to move to your own validator. Try to get off all nodes. Like, I don't know, like there's this kind of thing where it's like maybe you're already buddies with the all nodes people. And now it's like it's that you're having a hard time saying like what is actually reality here. Like that we shouldn't be delegating yeah. lots and lots of stuff to one like, place. There's that that quote by Upton Sinclair, right? Which is always fitting for all blockchain scenarios, which is like, it's hard for a person to understand things if their salary depends on them not understanding it. I always like that. Um, it, it does feel like there's a bit of that going on. But I think more importantly, you know, if if you assume that community education is one of the major factors to protect a chain, that everyone um, who is investing in a chain knows how to stake to protect the long-term value in the chain and to protect the stability of the chain. Tobias is acting directly against that. He's saying it's no problem at all. He's informing investors in the opposite direction such that they don't change the situation. And that's dangerous. And it also, it, it, it greatly informs their perception of what the risks are to their own investment. And I think that's irresponsible. So it's like, from my perspective, he's pushing in the exact opposite direction to what we need to do to decentralize the chain and give us a future. Yes, exactly. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead, Saeed. Hey, hello, guys. First, thank you, Lamco, for giving me the mic. Uh, we have here two issues, guys. Okay, we have two issues. First issue, it is like a moral issue. Okay, Topias, he's him it up. Uh, by the way, I'm not here to defend any motherfucker, okay? I am here for my money, to defend my money, and to protect my money. That's it. That's the first thing. Uh, uh, we have a, a moral issue that's uh, raised by Topias. And uh, uh, I assume he need to come and say, okay, I made a mistake. I made a statement that's a mistake. I don't apologize for it. But doesn't like uh, 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 eliminate that he, he is a good developer, okay? One of the top-notch developer, and he's working in the blockchain, okay? It's been a manner. We well, deal with this thing like a businessman, okay, to be successful. Second thing, Jacob, yeah, I like the, uh, uh, the guy at the beginning, okay? But now I am pissed off. Yes, what you say is right. Here is a fucking issue, okay? And we've been talking about it for like months and months ago, okay? You bring it up. Thank you so much. Man, but the way you try to present yourself, now I am pissed off with you, okay? I run a background check on your uh, uh, company. Notional, okay? You didn't fucking write one line of code, brother. Okay? All you used to do just like being the, the automatis, uh, automatization, automatic, fuck, it doesn't come out. It is early in the morning. Automatization with download application, brother. Okay? And always you being like fucking loud voice in your company to the point that you fired people that's working with you. Okay? So stop your fucking bullshit. Back off. That's it, I'm going to I'm going to point out briefly that uh, Jacob and his team have fixed lots of problems on lots of ah, chains, credibly and consistently. Sipi, by the way, sipi. so like I no, don't sipi. I'm not part of Notion, yeah. but no, I will sipi. vouch sipi. for Can Jacob. Can I say something, Sipi? Yeah. Please, hold Can on. Say hold something, on. Sipi, Please, hold on. Why, why don't you ask Jacob questions? Like I don't know what background research and detective thing you've done, but he's right here, so you could ask him what happened. And I, I think many people here are also familiar PFC and Sefi and me. Um, you know, you're not going to find perfect information on the internet, and uh, it, it doesn't sound like you found much. Okay, brother, I have. I am not like a stupid person. I, I don't need to ask anything. Okay, I went to her job, to her work, what he does. Well, yeah, but he, you might have, no, 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 might no, have Jacob, looked. Jacob, 
Jacob, please okay. let me finish. Okay. Let me That's finish cool. Fast. I mean, that's why I'm resigning. Okay. okay, let me finish. Okay, I have all your work that you done. All your work. I can send it to you in, uh, in DM if you want. All your work. And they can send it to CP. And they can send it to Landau. Anyone in this community, I can send it to them. There is no fucking. Well, I mean, you, you can't. Look, no. look, 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 I, 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 listen, I'm just saying you should send it to me because I doubt it is all my work. No. Send it. Okay. See, you're attacking somebody. He's no, trying I'm to respond. Attacking. No. You are. No. And just remember, he's not a no. team member. He's the CEO okay. of the company. They're slightly Ex different. Excuse me, but I don't care. You're starting with judgment rather than curiosity. So it's probably not going to get anywhere. And people here have known him for years. So like, like better to ask questions, I think, Said. Look, I don't apologize if I piss off anyone. Okay? I am not here for anyone. I'm here for my money and my money only. Okay? The guy, uh, I'm not sorry, Jacob, like uh, uh, maybe my lack of English like uh, give you the feeling that I'm no, saying, no, dude, I, I don't I mind. So brother, I would look, I would like, I would like you, Jacob. Okay. Yes. What's your rights? What you did is really perfect. The solution for it, it's to educate this fucking uh, massive community. And this is a good marketing. We have a, the biggest uh, community in the, this fucking crypto market. Okay. To educate them, to rise their level of intelligence, to spread up the delegation with all the, the delegate, okay? That's the first thing. Second thing, we will do something with all nodes, so all the validators they will have get a, a seed uh, phrase and all this password and everything. And everyone will be happy, okay? Your uh, validator, land uh, DAO uh, validator, everyone validator. But that's what we should do. Educate this fucking community about the, uh, the, the, the risk that we have, okay? And push in the way to the delegates and to spread the delegation with all the validator. That's what we need. All this noise, all this fighting, all these feelings of debates, we can go ahead in it in years and years and years. That's what, that, we don't need that. We don't need that. We need to, the job to be done in a professional way so we can like maybe work with Luna in the future. I would like to see that. Maybe work with Cosmos. I would love to see that. But keep going in this in Twitter, and we, we end up looking like fucking clown in this in this uh, Twitter space. We oh, don't want that. Yes, not, Tob it's... Tobias needs to come and say to apologize as a man. Yes, I made a bad statement. Okay, a bad statement, a wrong statement. I don't apologize to Landau. I don't apologize to you guys. And he will return to his work. That's it. And end of talk. Why we keep the, the, wasting our time and our energy? You bring up something good, Jacob. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. You bring up, you being loud. Everyone will be in, being aware of this problem. And it is, uh, it is a problem, uh, issue in too many blockchain. Okay. You bring it out. We agree with you. All the community agree with you. The job starts being done to do something with all node and the problem is fixed and push this community to spread the delegation with all validator. Okay. With small by from the bottom and our, the people that they are like active in the community, like the uh, Lank Dao, like yourself, like uh, Lank Live, like uh, the, the the Unity Development Team, like Lank uh, the uh, the Development Fund, like uh, Lank Eight Zero Eight, like other development that they are active in the community, and the problem is solved. That's it. We have a moral issue. Just a small apologize for a mistake uh, statement from Topias, 
He can't apologize for it. And that's it. And return to work. Why will we keep fighting here, like uh, in, in a clownish way, in a stupid, childish way, and wasting our time? That's not right, man. Uh, sorry, but that's not right. We can keep like uh, going in arguments with philosophical things that it's been, it is clear. It is clear we have a security issue. It's being aroused. We need to do a job about it. And that's it. End of talk. Return to work. Otherwise, we keep talking about that all day and all day. And we keep going, going, going about it with no end. And you, you, you tweet about it in Twitter. People, they come and they attack you and they answer you. And we keep going. And land gets involved. The other one gets involved. The other one gets And no end. We are not kids here. We are oh, not I can, clowns. I can, I can guarantee okay. that the the outcome of not talking about this stuff is far worse. It is. I'm agree with you, brother. I agree with you. And uh, the, uh, what the Topias did is wrong. Okay, and he needs to man up and apologize for it for that statement. That's it. Yes, sometimes he's a good developer. Sometimes things just do need to become public, and there does need to be a little bit of conflict short term. Um, for everyone to learn and be aware because the, the incentives are to shut up with many people and the yeah. incentives are to pretend there's no problem with many people. It's just yeah, I, the, I the nature of things. And, and by the way, don't imagine that there being some drama in the lung community, that's a bad thing for the chain. It's not. The, the bad thing for the chain is misrepresenting stuff to investors and horrifying just about anyone else who could help us in the wider cosmos. We would like that, man. We would like that. And I agree totally, totally with you with any word you say, okay? The security issue, it is really something that we need to deal with it. I, have, I will not uh, disagree with you in that aspect, okay? But for me, uh, we need to move on, okay? We need to move on. Yes, Topias made a mistake, okay? A bad statement, he needs to apologize for it. I do apologize for that, that statement, okay? I was wrong. I didn't want the thing to spread up in Twitter. I come with that wrong statement to calm down the community. It's, yes, I do apologize for it. And end of talk. That's it. And we keep moving. And we work to secure the, block, the blockchain in a way to educate this community, okay, to uh, uh, spread the delegation with all validators, okay, and push and uh, push all node to do something about security and give the seed keys to everyone. Okay, and this password and the job done, and we keep working. Yeah, that's how I see. Don't um, don't misunderstand like conflict or drama as some kind of problem. Though I think in the end, everyone here wants to help the blockchain thrive. That that's what we all want. And sometimes there's a little bit of you know chaos and chemical reactions or whatever in the short term. That's it. Um, I felt the need to to speak out just to protect investors. Like you know, when Tobias says something like forty percent or whatever isn't a problem then I'm obviously going to speak out and say, hey, that is a problem. And you should understand that before you invest in the chain. I'm not saying the chain is going to explode or you should not invest or you should run away and, and whatever, or that Tobias is evil or something like that. I'm saying understand the risks and understand that we need to work together to solve these problems. But first, you need to accept it's a problem, right? Like that, that's my Well, I mean, he, and, and, I and he, 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 really quickly? Sorry to cut you across here, Jacob. That being said, that's all right, ask everyone in the room to couch their language going forward then as to what they say and how they say it and how they frame things because then we wouldn't have the level of conflict that we do within this community. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like it's a lot of it wasn't ideal, but I think 
for instance, in Jacob's perspective, he needs, he's kind of obligated to take a hardline stance because he's working on L1 work and he's working on security. So if he has any little wiggle room, that reflects badly on him. So in many ways, it's kind of his position. Like maybe someone like me would be more of a, a social engineer who would politically try and transition people over but it's not really jacob's role to do that and maybe alex would be the same as me and, and sefi would be the same as me so bruce, bruce it wasn't it wasn't jacob that was addressing that too i was addressing it to the entire community yeah as in but, influencers as in no, no, people of, of authority that have got large followings etc etc they've got vested interests or other can we all just couch our language a little bit more going forward yeah how think- we address the community in quotes I agree. I think um, I think people need to remember sometimes that everyone is here to make this a success, um, and and like the conflicts and the problems and everything else, the the basic intention is not to win against each other. It's to make this blockchain a success. That's that's how I'm thinking anyway. Um, you, do you know, want to yeah, but, you know, in this situation, uh, Jacob, excuse me, just for one sentence. I'm gonna let um, PSX speak now because he's been holding his hand up for a year. Long Dow, thanks for uh, letting me speak and thanks for holding the space. Oh man, boy, our things are heated up right now. I mean, there's a lot to unpack that I've been listening to and I can't even remember half the questions uh, that I wanted to ask. Um, so um, this is a question for, for Lunt Burn directly um, and maybe you can help clarify because my goal is to try to find um, uh, some consistency because I'm seeing too many um, uh, fractured messaging all over Twitter space and I can't make sense of anything. So I'm going to try to start with the, the simple things and maybe I can try to expand from there quickly. I don't want to take up too much time. So within the scope of work, was there anything in the contract with the original governance proposal stating that security was part of the L1 task force's job? No. Okay. So this is where I'm going to disagree with, respectfully disagree with uh, Lung Tao and how this thing popped up because I was in that space with Demon Monkey and Diamond with Jacob and things got heated really quickly. And from my perspective, there's been a lot of disrespect going on, condescending statements made from everybody. And frankly, I'm not a code developer by any stretch of the met by the imagination, but I mean, this is, this is where things got escalated. It escalated long before Tobias made made his tweets up about his opinions publicly, and that's where uh, the frustration starts. When 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 Zardar made that uh, what was it the um, the forty percent comment? I mean, yeah, sure, it escalated from there, but this thing popped up long before then. It was when that space between Demon and and Diamond, when Jacob, in my opinion. Even though I, his security concerns, I can't dispute. But it was just the level of disrespect is where things got heated. Um, I, you know, as far as that goes, you know, even you know, I've been working with Lunk eight hundred eight uh, independently, just kind of help him get things more solidified in his communication style. And to my knowledge, there was a. And this is a question for Jake. There was a meeting set between you and him because he was taking a proactive approach of trying to make that transition from going from all nodes to 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 running his own 
validator, what happened in between when you decided that, I guess when I to play catch up on, you blasted him openly threatening to sue him. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, vo- he voted yes on a governance proposal that accuses me okay, of slander. Okay. And okay. Um, like that is fully my intention. Slander, okay. sir, is a crime. He formally accused me of a criminal act with a seed phrase that he claims to be in control of. Well, that's that. Did he, did he make, did he make, did he, excuse me. Voting <clears throat> yes includes an accusation of slander. Every yes voter is accusing me of slander, a crime. What happened? What happened before then? Why weren't you able to show up to that meeting that you and him said? Well, uh, dude, dude, hang, hang on, dude. It, it, it has nothing to do with the, oh, what? I was on another call. I am very busy. I didn't contract all nodes. He did. Okay. And I guess he, he was upset about that, that I didn't make the call, but guess what? Oh, well. And then he decided to formally accuse me of slander. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> bro, like, I haven't lied. You recognize this yourself. So where does this leave me? I have a, a business, sir. I get that. I also don't want to go down. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad, sir, that you now understand why I explained that the governance proposal, it contains literally a formal accusation of slander, and I will be pursuing yes voters because, you, I, like, I mean, you can do that. But okay. so if so, I respect so we, myself, I won't permit it. So are we using outside governance to force? Are we outsourcing government debt to enforce certain contracts or crimes in this case? Well, I'm being accused of a crime and I, I, I have not committed one. And actually, I want to say to you, sir, who are you? Because that is like the most awesome comment. Um, your PSX? PSX, that I am is what's. Well, well, no, I, I, I'm not talking about your name, bro. Don't worry about that. Uh, I, no. I just wanted to see who was speaking. I was in another window. Okay. Hmm. I want to tell you that that is awesome. That is the correct criticism of my approach. And that I looked it up. I looked it down. I thought about it a bunch. And I'm like, no. Like, uh, if they would like to accuse me of criminal activity, I will treat it as though I am being accused of criminal activity. The end. They could have created another governance proposal that did not contain formal accusations of slander. They did not. They chose to vote yes on this one. And I am going to treat it in that manner so that it does not in the future come and bite me in the ass. That makes sense to you, sir. I think so. Excuse me. Can you define compromise? Cool. Um, Well, you know... Sorry. Can we also try and separate 
facts and ideas from people and interpersonal conflict or perceived disrespect or whatever. Um, from my perspective, the important thing is that insecurity, what we need to do going forward and the way it has been misrepresented, whether Jacob was courteous or impolite or whatever is, is kind of beside the point and between Jacob and whoever he's spoken to. Um, I, I think the important thing is, is the basic facts, like how do we fix the lung ecosystem going forward? And how do we address stuff like blatant misrepresentation that could risk all investors? I need him to define compromise. If you'd like, yeah. I mean, in the case of a cryptographic secret, it's simple. It's like, it's it's no longer in a trustworthy state. And I'll, I'll even, I'll go through for you why I will say that all nodes validators are compromised, okay? There, it's, it's not, well, the definition of compromise is going to vary from situation to situation, okay? And I'd say that generally, with cryptographic secrets, compromise means like somebody else can use them. Okay. Um, or even I'll go so far as to say somebody else like outside of an explicit authority scope or that they've simply been mismanaged. And the problem is dude, that in the all nodes case, it's all of these at once. So I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through that. Okay. Um, all nodes claims to be non-custodial. All nodes is custodial fully. All nodes uh, tells their users like, oh, well, I, I deleted that seed phrase. It's okay. It's not okay. Um, all nodes like the the conduct is. It is literally the worst I've ever seen. They, they, their team member in front of 5,000 other people in a public telegram chat says, yeah, the CEO has all the seats. Dude, like that, it creates risks literally to the CEO. It creates risks to every single one of their users. Uh, it is harmful to their users. And like it's, Definitely also unfair to the chain. Um, and yeah, um, th th these are just like base level facts. I, I don't know if you agree with them or not. And guys, if you want to, you know, not have me threaten to sue you, um, well, guess what? Go make a governance proposal that doesn't accuse me of slander. Make a governance proposal that sticks to facts or make one that just asks for me to be removed. Notional follows governance decisions. And so do I. Okay. Like that's actually a really important part of like how we've grown, why we do well. You know, when governance decides something like we get behind it. Um, so that's another reason why I take these, you know, very, very formal, uh, accusations of slander very seriously. I have to, that, that's that. Um, by the way, I have like 
10 minutes before I've got to get another call. That's cool. I've got, let, let, let's say I have six. So, you know. Mm-hmm. In that case, I have five. But yeah, Demon Monkey, do you want to speak? And then Frag, just a few minutes each, though, because um, just to make sure everyone is heard. Yeah, I'm going to make it my mission for our validator to vote yes on it. Come and sue me. I'll even dox myself for you to sue me. Because you just now, you just slandered yourself in the comment that you just made. But you all know. So you saying that, oh, they're telling people that they deleted their their seed phrases. If they actually do do that, just because your opinion is that they might also be keeping a copy of it, that's slander if they're actually doing it and you're saying they're not doing it. That right there, well, that's buddy. misinformation if they're actually doing it. So that's slander buddy. right there. Now, if you go back to all your tweets that you deleted, oh. there's a lot of slander where you slandered people and their, their image uh, and such their as? character. So, oh, it doesn't matter. I, that's that's where the courts come into uh, right? So let's take your okay, one company. I mean, one company. Come at me, bro. Run company, right? And, dude, I'll put you through litigation for the next fucking 10 years. Please do it. I do this all the time. This is like something I'm really fucking good at. So please do that. Also, compromised, right? I know for a fact from talking to former employees of Notional Labs that your validators are compromised. You're not the only one holding the seed phrases and keys to your validators. So in your definition, they are compromised. Okay, same as all the other validators who bought their validators from other people before new validators could come online, could spin up. Their validators, by your definition, are compromised are compromised. Now, are they as compromised as you are claiming all nodes to be because all nodes has multiple validators under their belt instead of just one on chain? Maybe not, but we actually don't know how many Notional Labs has on Luna Classic. We don't know how many Lunk Dow, how many Thor chain, how many Lunk Live, how many Demon Monkey has on chain. Nobody knows that. There is no way to know that. And also just for you, for your information, somebody agreeing with a prop, if they didn't write that prop, and if they're insinuating slander in that prop, right, that's an accusation, people just agreeing with that accusation doesn't mean they're slandering you. So you need to get your legal definitions right, because you're not going to have a fucking case. I know this because I do this all the time. I oh, like, the damn time. I don't think anyone's going to be able to like make headway like suing someone here. It's just like silly. Um, like I'm not sure we're talking about it exactly. Like, yeah, like, can I, can going I just, off in the la la land here? And I just like Jacob's gone as well, by the way. Can I? I just say, well, like it's fucking course he is. Hold on, Demon. Um, I, I think anyone can do whatever they like. Anyone can stake with how, how whoever they like. Anyone can run a validator whoever they like. They can act against the network. They can act for the network. They can do whatever they like. I think, for me, the higher principle is transparency. Um, people deserve to know who's running, um, who's a client of all nodes, and people deserve to know what is a risk to the network. As in, you know, something like Tobias saying, "There's no risk here. There's no problem." I think and that's, that's an right. issue. I agree with you. And like, like my, the most important principle for me would be transparency that investors can make informed decisions. And now, then can I ask you a quick question of, though, Bruce? Yeah, sure. So I'll back you up because it was you, me, and probably a couple hundred other people 
that we're talking about all nodes having too much voting power. I still say it. I still find that a risk. I do. And we we thought and said, hey, it's too much risk. But also the countless hours of us doing that, the community didn't give a shit. And even you stated that in a live space the other day, look, it is a risk, but to the majority of the community, it might not be a risk. They might not care because we brought this up for months and months and months. And all that's happened is all nodes has gained more power. From So yes, it is an inherent risk, but also it can be a protection, you know, because we can see it as a risk, but then again, you also know, because I reached out to you privately about this, there was a coalition of validators that Vegas was trying to put forward. You even stated that they reached out to you privately, trying to get you on that shit. Yep. So you see those attacks. Now, All Notes was keeping those fuckers from being able to attack the chain. They were the one defense that we had. So see, it all matters on a matter of perspective, which side you're looking on. Can they be an enemy? Yes. From, but they from can be a protector. From my perspective, it's not about. Can you mute yourself? You've got big, loud rain noises. <laughs> um, my bad, sorry. Yeah, from my perspective, it's not about like who is trustworthy, who has what character, who has been disrespectful, who might form a cartel or whatever. I think that investors, the average person in the lung community, should have as much information and transparency as possible. You know, th the reason I spoke against something like Sarah Dar saying it's no problem is because I think that's a direct vouch for network security. Um, and that's a direct vouch that there are no issues here. And I think that's irresponsible because it's, it's, and I also think it's irresponsible for all nodes not to publish a client list or for validators to say who, who else might be involved with them or whatever. Um, I, I think the, the highest principle is transparency. In the end- Context the, though too. You can't force anyone to stake with a different person. You can't force people to shut down their validators. All of that stuff is down to people and they can do what they like. But I think the responsible thing is that people at least know what the situation is and then they can choose. Cool, real quick before I bounce out of here, I'm gonna go ahead and, and delegate one more, uh, a few more lunk to uh, all notes just for shits and giggles. Anyways, there you go. Have a nice one, guys. <laughs> Now, one thing is, it's not to defend the bias, but if you read all of his tweets about that, he said it's an inherent risk on all POS chains. And that over time, most POS chains, when they start up, are very centralized. And over time, they become decentralized. And that's he actually stated that. So you actually have to take the messages that he put forward in context of the entirety of what he was stating, not just one message because we're limited to a certain amount of characters. Now, if you just take that one message out of context, then yes, it seems very bad. And I don't necessarily agree with the entirety of it as well, right? But at the end of the day, take it all in context, he is right. You, Sefi, myself, and a shit ton of others we took on this risk with TFL and Duquan with Terra Luna. They had the majority voting power. They had over 60 fucking percent of voting power for Terra Luna. Through all the validators, they could pass anything and everything they wanted. They could have shut down the chain at any time they chose to. And none of us gave a shit. Same as now. A majority of the community doesn't give a shit about that risk. Is it, is it sad? Yeah, it kinda is, you know, in a way. But honestly, right now, I, me either. 
because I did it with Sarah Luna and here it is the same risk and that risk will always be there. Now you can make it, I hate when people are saying, oh, you guys are bringing up what if scenarios. That's all this is with all notes. It's a what if scenario. What if all notes decides to take down the chain? What if they decide to vote with those validators? What if, what if, those are all what ifs. It's not, you um, can't argue. It's not, it's not so much their, their character or um, something like that. It's their, their subject to any outside attack as well. So it's not, it's not like I've tried to. That be is true. I've tried to but be Jacob also lied about their servers. You know, oh, he said that, oh, they can be attacked. Legally, they can't. Legally, they hold their servers through DigitalOcean and Linodes, okay, which are all over the globe. Demon last which last are very secure. So can I just allow um, Frag to speak? And then, yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> so um, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, so I was just because Demon Monkey uh, spoke about it, and I just wanted to comment on. So he is Demon Monkey is actually speaking about the um, the voting power, um, but I think uh, in this case he's uh, yeah kind of misunderstanding Jacob because he Jacob is actually talking not just about the voting power, but actually about. Um, the uh the amount of validators yeah i understand and yeah. yeah so i just yeah kind of wanted to make this clear or straight uh, and i actually um, came up to speak um and and raised my hand because i i had a question for jacob but uh yeah obviously he left um and uh, i i wanted to ask him whether if zarada were to come up and um yeah, kind of retract his comments about this 40 percent uh or retract his 40 percent tweet uh, if he would uh, or, or if uh, jacob would come back um or yeah maybe i don't know whether longburn emmy is uh, still on the space uh but yeah would would we actually want this so <laughs> yeah but I don't know whether uh, anybody can can answer this question. <laughs> Seems like wrong. So that's sorry, sorry, Frag. I I am here. Um, I I spoke. You know, it's been a heated discussion today at times. Uh, yes. You know, I'm already seeing tweets about. You know, uh, people are tweeting about our discussions today. Um, you know, I joined this space saying how you know. Uh, I was talking to Frag earlier that, um, you know, we've been enjoying such a professional working environment. And, and I would say that Tobias has been uh, a fabulous team member. He is not a tyrant like uh, has, uh, people have accused him of being. Um, actually, ex the exact opposite. He's been a, one a wonderful person to work with. And I'm not saying that out of anything. I'm obligated by my profession to report anything wrong I see. So if I see any wrongdoing, I'm obligated to report it. And I have to tell you that it's been a very professional environment. Again, we're ahead of schedule. We're going to deliver on what, we, what we've said. Um, this whole security issue, uh, you know, um, is a very passionate discussion. Uh, and, you know, I think. Now, with respect to Jacob, uh, that's a, a bigger discussion that we would have to have with Notional Labs. Um, they've publicly resigned. 
So they, they would have to change that. And in addition, they had already stated that they wanted uh, $20,000 a month instead of the 12000 So regardless of if they were going to stay, we would still have to go to governance anyways to keep working with them. So it's a bit of a loaded discussion that way. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I, I think everyone agrees that the, the work everyone's put in, Ed and, and Zaradar and Frag and everyone else is, is, is great. And I, I'm happy with the progress and stuff. Um, I think that the, our main concern is just security and the way that is represented to investors. And then, you know, acknowledging that transparently and honestly, everyone can work to solve it together. Um, so hopefully that's what will happen now. But yeah, any last thoughts, Sefi or PFC, before we shut it down? Uh, yeah. Um, basically, I don't think this is going to get resolved uh, anytime soon. And um, it's just going to continue going like this until um, the size of the all modes uh, thing changes. Um, you know, to get slower so it doesn't become as significant risk. So if you believe this is a risk and that was an if, I encourage you to vote for other people. Don't vote for me if you don't want to. There's a hundred other people um, in there just to uh, minimize the single validator power and potentially don't use them as a service provider because there are inherent risks, which you might not like how it was said, but it's been said and it, they are true. Yeah, and, and notice a generality as well. The, the validators who speak the loudest often get the most unstaking <laughs> because they, they, they are subject to political risk and controversy and, and unpopularity and stuff like that. Um, but I think from the perspective of being a validator, it's really important to stick up for what you perceive as the truth and what you perceive as best for the network, even if it makes you unpopular. Um, so that's what I've tried to do. And I reckon it will lose me stakers for sure. Um, so yeah, like, but, but the, for the average investor, be, be aware of what the risks are, be aware that your the way you stake determines the future success and the stability of the network. So it's super important that you understand, um, why it matters and how it can affect the future of Lunk. And the more the chain decentralizes, at least as much as it can, the better of a position we are, the more likely we are with the wider cosmos the more likely I, I, people are you know invent. bruce i'm going to point out something i'm going to call you out you're you're the the lunkdown validator is kind of stupid for burning lunk by the way i agree like that's if you want to, you guys didn't make any fucking money because you burned all the lunk it's idiotic but anyway yeah if, if you want to be stupid and help me lose even more money i've already thrown away like a hundred thousand or something if you want to help you do that then whatever but yeah like big picture wise the, the goal is decentralizing the network. The goal is helping the ecosystem thrive. And right now we have factors that are working against that. So I think that's from my perspective, you know, understand the risks, understand what helps the network long-term as in what will bring new investors here, what will encourage other networks, other chains to integrate with us in different ways and what will encourage building here. If we can move in that direction, everyone can understand that well, then we're set up for success. But obviously where we are right now is is going to stifle our success a lot. So that needs to change. Yeah. Any last words, Sefi? You give nice roundup statements. Hmm. You want me to summarize the discussion for today or what? Like, what do you mean? I don't, well, you like to give summaries. I thought I'd give you a chance. Okay. To All right, sure. So uh, benefits to the, like, what would I like to see out of all this? Like, how would I define success? 
I would define success as ultimately those that have the most power in the system uh, become the most vocal about decentralization, even if it's a net negative to their own validator. Because what happens if you don't is that that affects token price and development over the long run. And even though it might represent sort of, you know, a loss now to, a, you know, let's say an overly centralized system like all nodes or whatever, um, you know, if the token price is 10x, you know, in, I don't know, let's say a few years or something like that, then it doesn't, like, this will make no material difference at that point to them either. And their, like, action should reflect, like, the long-term success. And um, that's how I would see, like, success defined. Now, Demon Monkey's correct. Like, what if they do this, but then they start up their own, another validator with a different name, and they secretly just sibyl the system? That's always possible. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen. But um, that is also a risk and, and maybe happening on many chains where, like Demon Monkey said, like you might have people running different names or whatever the hell, but it's really the same people. Uh, these things are certainly possible, but you, you, know, you do the best you can in these things. Um, I think success here would be like people like All Nodes, people like the L1 team, and everybody uh, commits to decentralization. I think that's a win. Now, whether that actually happens or not, that remains to be seen. Um, you know, that's that's what I say. But there's nothing like the rest of us can definitively do about it, except maybe modify who we delegate to. Like we don't have a lot of choices, and the, and the general uh, retail community, they don't know which validators necessarily are using all nodes or who aren't. Right. So they they like somebody, maybe they like an influencer, maybe they like whoever, and um, you know they delegate thinking that that's good for the ecosystem they want to support there. Uh, their local influencer, by the way, who I think are important people, um, like, you know, whatever it's your classy crypto, whether it's happy caddy crypto, these are all like nice people. They provide content, they provide attention. Uh, Web3 is about like uh, decentralized attention and decentralized marketing as much as it is anything else. I think those are fine. Uh, those are great attributes of Web3. Otherwise, you have to pay to advertise, right? Who the hell wants to do that? So I think it's a great thing. I just think that uh, if you're going to go in the validator business, your primary business should be as a validator, not as influencer, number one. And uh, you can do both well. Um, and I think the people involved, like other influencers, whoever, they can learn how to validate perfectly fine. It's not like, you know, it's not absolute rocket science. It can be done. Um, and then there's people in the community that can help, like guys like PFC, guys like Jacob, whoever. You want to set up your own thing. You're not sure exactly what to do next. There's plenty of community resources uh, available within Cosmos, with TFL, with like, validators on other cosmos chains you don't even have to like trust any one particular group you just can find a lot of advice and you can do what's necessary to help the system and i think that's the responsibility of uh people who want to be validators that's how you know that you can trust them is that's the like the moves they're making are to further decentralize the network not to necessarily like consolidate power for themselves or something like that and you know it's like the opposite of what uh you're really incentivized to do as a validator. You're incentivized to get the most number of delegations you possibly can. But yeah. like when you're a when you're a, a victim of your own success and you have too many delegations, now what the hell like you do? Like you can't you fud yourself? Like it doesn't make any sense. Like so, this is a problem of proof of stake networks in a, in a way. Like you know, it, does a regulator have to self-regulate themselves not to get too many delegations? That's just a weird uh, like like it's a weird incentive system at that point. Um, and I don't know. I think all nodes should like m think about this as part of their business plan. Like, what do we do if we get too popular? 
What, what happens if we get too centralized? Now what? Now we're just making a, a source of FUD for the chain that, that is completely unnecessary. And um, that's yeah. kind of, I think, our concerns, yeah. It's, it's self-defeating as well, because like this ties into the larger point. Why does all this stuff matter? It, it matters because if you don't have network security and decentralization, you will struggle to in- attract new investors, as in smart money. You will struggle to attract builders, and you will struggle to form any kinds of partnerships or bridges to other networks. And all of those things will greatly suppress the success of the chain. So, you know, in order to get lung to $1 within the next 10,000 years, these things need to be changed. You know, that, that's the way forward. That's how you get ecosystem growth. That's how you ensure the long-term success um, is, is by putting yourself in as good a position as possible. But that is ultimately up to the people. The people who run the chain, um, who do the staking, they are the ones who do that. Do you want to have a last word, PFC? Uh, I just have to run. Uh, thank you for inviting me. And um, thanks. Um, bye. Yeah, cool. Yeah, thank you, everyone. I've got to um, jump onto another call now, but I hope that was fairly comprehensive, answered your questions. We might do another one uh, in a few days or something if anyone has any more questions. But I think ultimately everyone wants the same thing. We all want the success of the chain. Um, some conflict or a little bit of drama or whatever is sometimes going to happen, but the hope is that you have a, a small short-term impact and then things move forward in the long term and they improve in the long term. Um, I think we all want the same thing ultimately. You know, we're just coming from, from different perspectives. So yeah, in the end, I hope it gets solved. I hope the community raises awareness. I hope everyone's aware of all of the risks and everything. And I hope we can work, work together to solve all of this. And yeah, thank you for attending, everyone, and have a good day. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Future of Lunk, an AMA hosted by Lunk Dow, recorded on Sunday, January 29th, 2023. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support, man. In the darkest of times, when the phoenix arises out of the ashes like some burned up papyrus, open the sarcophagus and release the virus. Got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis. When the flags go up like everyone is righteous, spending government checks sniffing up the white dust. The previous generation wants to be just like us. Fuck that shit, I'm trying to be like Mike was. Drop the bias and you might survive this. The mummy coming through to remind your highness. I might just buy up my own fucking island, build a little bunker then wait for the timer countdown to zero day exploiting every exploit in your internet sex toys in emitting vibrations through the ether did you just come meet ether We're lost at the right time Blindly following stars in the night sky Part of me might ride away with the prize fight Man versus everything else until the time's right Unleash the cracking. No wait, that was crack Fuck now everybody feeling all amped up Fucking like bunnies to the national anthem Ugly little shits eating up all our rhythm Mishandling the captions Who has the answer? Holding our attention for ransom Fed up with all the red tape And the boring template Like 
matters if it's a blue or red state Charged every month and we can't even cancel Feeling distressed? Fuck it, kill the damsel Fuck yeah, spread it like we're on some undead shit And pass the bitch around like a meme from Reddit In the beginning it was suggested that the mortality rate would be 5% And the numbers are so much higher We're not ready for the next epidemic so if your oxygen level falls too low and it cannot be kept up with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks, if you can't get enough oxygen from that, then they will intubate the, the patient. Two spaces.